Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 168 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, who's running around with a shuffle with me tonight. Uh, we've got Vincent Goodwin from the Some of My Friends Read Comics podcast. And welcome. Steal thy shovel. It's Commander Lionheart. <laughs> and welcome back, Emmanuel. Hey, good to be back, buddy. And where can people find you at? Me, twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart, youtube.com slash Commander Lionheart. We'll talk about that later. Okay, and there'll be a link in the show notes to all that. And there will be a giveaway at some point randomly in this episode because I have way too many Steam codes, so I need to give them away. So at some point, it. listen to that. Are you still giving away Tokyo Sanity? <laughs> no, I already did. I got rid of that already. Hopefully someone took okay. it. Okay. <laughs> the one I bought by accident? Yes. I was not happy about that. <laughs> you, now, now that you've played Ease, by the way, you need to. you should play that. You should play Trails first, but Tokyo Sanity is also Falcom, so... Well, I do. We'll talk about it after the show because I have your question. I have questions for that. But so we are here to talk about <laughs> Shovel Knight, which came yes. out, developed by Yacht Club Games, came out in 2014 for here. I'm going to read the list. Amazon Fire TV, Microsoft Windows, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Switch, OS operating system, Linux, PS3, PS4, PS Vita, Wii U and Xbox One. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's that's normally not that big of a list when I look up stuff on here. I mean, yeah, that, yeah that's that's how this game was, though. Like, the, I, I feel like they put this on every single system. I feel like Yacht Club's games was like really savvy at like marketing or making this game available in a way that like no one else really is getting their games out. Like a lot of there's a lot of indie darlings that don't hit every single system and mm-hmm. make sure they're ported to every modern system. Yeah. Like Mighty Number no. 9, right? <laughs> Why hey, was I'm I still waiting on my 3DS version. I was <laughs> going to mention that. <laughs> Uh, and I, yeah. I and I should put we're only talking about the Shovel of Hope campaign, just the main yes. game, because we will probably someday cover the other ones in mini episodes. Because I don't, yeah. So just oh. to be warned, you're only talking we're only talking about that one tonight. For the we people. better. <laughs> so I had played this game once before. I bought it on PS4. Be- I my my edition doesn't say Treasure Trove. I bought it before that was happening, and I played it once. I enjoyed it. I remember getting my ass handed to me at platformers at the time <laughs> this would have been before the podcast started and then when i went back to it for the show i'm like oh this game's a lot easier than i remember <laughs> so i've actually gotten better at games I, that's funny I, how that worked oh. i have atrophied massively my file was like two hours worse than the previous file like way more deaths it was a uh, it's a disaster oh i had 100 deaths over 100 so i'm trying to look it up right now i definitely took a picture because we were talking about that i, I had Total lives lost. Only 126. Not bad. Okay, not bad. Cool. Not bad. I died a lot in a few parts that I just kept dying at until I finally just got lucky and it worked. Mm-hmm. The Wiley levels really got me. <laughs> yes. The Wiley levels. <laughs> oh, Manuel, what is your history with this game? So it's, hmm, it's curious because I, for the longest time, tried to avoid this game because I, I, I think that I've talked about this even here on the podcast, how... I'm not big on challenge. I don't really care about challenging games or difficult games or anything like that. Hey, hey, that, hey, that's the exception. Um, but you know, I, I had heard how div, how quote unquote difficult this game was from some people for a platformer and all that, and I was like, I don't know, one, I don't know if I want to actually play this game or not. It wasn't until this came out in what 2014, right? Yeah, yeah 2014 came out. So it. I guess that it wasn't until probably 2016 or early 2017 
when I got around to actually playing it for the first time on the 3DS, which is where I originally played the game, and I felt enamored for it. It did kick my ass. You know, it, it, it's just, I, I want to say that maybe I have gotten better at video games, and it's why I can <laughs> actually do this game with relative ease. I still die, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's built like that to die because there's so many falls. I mean, it it's mm-hmm. a 2D side-scroller kind of in the vein of Mega Man, except mm-hmm. you don't have a range attack for the most part. You have a shovel, mm-hmm. a melee attack. Exactly. So I, I played it first on the 3DS, and I loved it. Uh, then I bought it again on PS4 and loved it even more. And it quickly soared into my top five favorite video games of all time. Since then, I have platinum the game, and I've beaten it a couple times. Almost 10 at this point. I figured oh, wow. it was platinum by now. Oh, it is. Supposedly, it's my my highest. Well, aside from the Star Wars Battlefront 2, it is the uh, the second highest platinum that I have it, it, out of all the 192. <laughs> yeah, it, it's this is a great game. OK, I mean, so I, w- I was a little surprised. Like when I when I when we replayed this for the show, I wasn't that excited to like I wanted to cover it. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this game again. I. So I, I was trying, I wanted to rebuy it because I didn't want to play PS4 because I wanted to play Steam. But on Steam now, you it it's all it's in the different parts because you have the Treasure Trove edition, you have the regular edition, you have all the DLC you can buy separately. And I was almost going to buy this on Switch for 40 bucks that came with a little plushie, but then I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. So, oh, now that you mentioned, now that you mentioned the plushie, I should show you something. <laughs> I, I was really tempted to, but I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get myself to spend 40 bucks on this game when I already had a PS4 copy with everything on it. Because that's one thing about Shovel Knight, is as it released, they they put all the DLC for free, essentially, just right on there. So if you, if you had the earlier edition, you just got all the DLC for free, which yep. is really nice because they were i think kickstarter benefits right yeah so they were stretch goals so they originally yeah. i think launched and i don't even remember the amount let's just say like a lower amount was what they wanted to make shovel knight for and then they with kickstarter um, this is a fairly early kickstarter game they started adding stretch goals like if you do this then we'll have songs by like this awesome composer if you get this if we reach this amount then we'll do an expansion based on this character and this character and so rather than have like paid DLC, they just gave it out for free. Although, and, and, and part of the reason this game took like, I think the final expansion came out in what, 2019, I want to say 2018. Uh, 20, I think no, it was later than that. Yeah, it was 2020 because I, I had already been a full year streaming and doing shit since, uh, since. Yeah, I think it might have been. I mean, I can look up my my channel real quick because I did a playthrough of that. But it's kind of late when you think about it, like how long it took them to finish this. Mm-hmm. And for free, I mean, pretty much for anyone that was grandfathered in that had a copy of it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of impressive. If you ask me, like from an indie developer, this game is, I guess you could say, like the indie, like the indie grandfather or, or, or the godfather, I should say, because it is such a success story. Like the fact that it made like we've seen so many Kickstarter games that just fail to meet expectations. I didn't know right. Among others, and Shenmue this 3. game was just Shenmue Three. This one was just you know the one that set the the high bar for like not only being a successful Kickstarter but also being probably one of the best regarded indie games of all time. Right. Like, it was relatively on time too. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it had a few delays, but like. Not like Bloodstained, not like Money Number Nine. 
you know, like this was this is what the dream was. Is like guys set out on their own. We're gonna do Kickstarter. We're gonna be crowdfunded, and we're gonna come out with a game, and it's gonna be good. Like, like it's <laughs> it's how it was supposed to work. It wasn't supposed to be like a scam, like Red Ash was. <laughs> but, <laughs> by the way, it was 20, 2019. Okay, okay. yeah, so five year thing. So I mean, that really like pigeonholed them. I mean, they they have what a Smash Brothers mode that I've never played. I've never heard anybody talk about uh, Shovel Knight Showdown. Showdown. I, I played a little bit of it when I did the the full playthrough of King of Cards. It was all right. <laughs> I remember just being like, but why? Well, I mean, like, I'm I, like, don't pigeon like that. That's just a problem with stretch goals. You pigeonhole yourself into things. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that because I didn't. I, I looked at it and I just didn't even care. I'm just like, I, I just want to play Shovel Knight. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about this game is that like it's so it's it's built to look like a retro game. It looks like something that could have been on Nintendo, even though Nintendo couldn't have handled this. Yeah, that's to handle the amount of colors, or I think there's like five background layers. I think is what it was. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, maybe Super Nintendo could have handled something like this. I'm maybe. Or it's in between. The, I think the Super or, Nintendo could have done this. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the speed. I don't know about some of the animation cycles. I think like col- color wise, they could have. I'm not sure about the background layers, and I'm not sure about um like the mm-hmm. RAM to remember where your like shovel bags were. Oh, no, there, yeah. there's no and there's some stages like the one of the stages that uses rain in the background that would not have happened oh, <laughs> in, in the SNES. I but guarantee you the graphic style is so nice that it's made to look like that retro type game. Like, I thought that was cool how they did that. Mm-hmm. And it, it still holds up very well. Mm-hmm. Like even, you know, seven years later, we're playing this game and it, everything's fine or eight years. And it, it just looks it looks perfectly. And like the way that it, it's built. Get up in your first level, and I think you get a little bit of story that Shovel Knight has been hanging out by himself, and he's sad. Or uh, herself. Or herself. Oh, yeah, because you can be, yep. Yeah, you can you swap. Can, you can um, gender swap all, and and you just about to mention Shield Shield Knight. You can make it both girl-girl, boy-boy, boy-girl, girl-boy. Cool. It, it, yeah. it, it doesn't really add much, except uh, Shovel Knight has a little bit more of a butt if you play as a girl. <laughs> and King Knight has boobs. And, and shorter <laughs> and shorter horns, too. <laughs> I made King Knight a girl just to see what would happen, and, I'm, and I then I never changed it back. And then when I would fight King Knight a couple times in the game, like, oh yeah, I made King Knight a girl. I'm like, all right, <laughs> it was cool though. It was really a cool thing that you can do. I mean, so simple, that, but I mean, just I'm, it's like four that lines was added of code, later. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't think it was there originally. It was not originally, I, no. No, neither that nor the co-op mode. Those were added much later. Yeah, there's a co-op mode. You can play a co-op with someone. That's cool. I, I've never played a co-op because it is like local co-op not online or anything so oh, okay weird yeah i feel like that's a disaster waiting to happen unless people can like bubble up like in mario on um, some of this platforming I have, no, I have never even like watched footage of of how that works actually i've never but tried it, it myself so <laughs> but it is like a screen by screen thing so at least like every single like panel like moves from like a full screen to a full screen like old school zelda like you wouldn't leave somebody mm-hmm. behind if you just started running off because that's yeah. what i do like doing mario uh, much yeah. to my family member's chagrin. But um, you can in Mario because they go in bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me bubble. I was going to do this. Would be I mean, funny it, if the if the second player just turned into a a bag of coins or whatever, like <laughs> and <laughs> just transported. <laughs> they they uh, added like battle toads also, I think, in some capacity to. And Kratos was Kratos in the PlayStation version? Is that right? I remember. What? Yeah, I think so. Even though I've completed this game, I've never faced Kratos in this I, game. There's definitely like Sony exclusive stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I know I read on that. Okay, but I'm gonna I have to never look that up it. so we can touch on that again because that's something that I think we have to touch on. 
Mike, if you want, I could read the story. I have the manual in my hands right now. <laughs> sure. Give us a basis for the story. Long ago, the lands were untamed and roamed by legendary adventurers. Of all heroes, none shone brighter than Shovel Knight and Shield Knight. But their travels together ended at the Tower of Fate, when a cursed amulet wrought a terrible magic. When Shovel Knight awoke, the tower was sealed, and Shield Knight was gone. His spirit broken, a grieving Shovel Knight went into a life of solitude. But without champions, the land was seized by a vile power, the Enchantress and her order of no quarter. Now, the tower is unsealed, and devastation looms. A new adventure is about to begin. Okay. Oh, and what I did find out while you were talking, mm-hmm. uh, there, the co-op mode was originally only on the Wii U version, which you need the Amiibo to access. Ah, and I have all those. I have all five of those. I regret I did not buy those, and I'm sure they're cheap. I, I only have the original Shovel Knight Amiibo. I, didn't I wanted to get the the other Tree Knight once, and I couldn't. And now I, they are expensive. Uh, I always thought Amiibo were going to be cheap someday, like how like in Disney Infinity. I have the entire <laughs> Disney Infinity set almost. Yeah. Mike, do not have use the, do not say the Disney Infinity word. <laughs> Are you going to please tell me, have you covered Disney Infinity 3, the uh, Diablo clone? Because that is like one of my favorite games. <laughs> no, I, I have not. I mean, I own them all on Steam. I bought the collections on Steam, so I have everything. I, I've been waiting I, to, but if I have someone that's interested, I, I think where, I, I Where I, the I, bad guy, the kid, from, uh, Jason Lee from The Incredibles, tries to kill Darth Vader? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay, I think uh, I know what we're doing later then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. then you use, Hulk, you use Hulk to pilot an ATST. It's amazing. The greatest game ever. All right, you got you got. Okay, I know it's on next season then. <laughs> hey, Mike, you want me to send you all my Disney Infinity figures? I can send them all to you. Oh, I I, I literally I I regret <laughs> buying not the Star Wars one because I love Star Wars, but all the other ones that I bought, I just want to get rid of them. I do not want them. <laughs> I in have my the house. Whole... Good. Uh, I have all the Marvel ones. ones. I love the Marvel ones. I love I the Star Wars ones. I don't I care about the Marvel popular. ones. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, Shovel Knight. And, uh, and like, Amiibo. Starts off, it starts off in just like a little level that you're running through a field and that you're introduced to your first knight, Black Knight, that you fight. Mm, Mike, before we get to that, though, you did listen to the song in this in this stage, did you? I had audio on, yes. I, I didn't play this. Uh, I had I played on TV, so I had music going, but I was mm, dying so much in general that I don't, didn't really pay attention. Mm, Not this level, but, but it was on. Yeah, this, this level has one of my favorite tracks of all time which is strike the earth um, i don't even remember i can't even think of it but i did listen to it it was odd. it's it's literally the only track that i know the name of in this game yeah they're all by jake because kaufman of, Vert, oh yes um who did he's done great music just across the board he did mm-hmm. some of the ducktales series which we'll talk about ducktales i'm sure a little later um <laughs> he did the ducktales tv series though he you know he's been around he does everything yeah but fun fact he also wrote the story for this game he, oh, he made cool. it uh, is what oh, I learned from the uh, Shovel Knight book by David Craddock uh, by Boss Fight Books. Yeah, so I think it's a decent little story. Yeah, it, it really does. Like the whole idea is that you're on this little quest, as, we, as he was reading, because you lost your friend. You lost your friend Shield Knight, and when you guys were at this tower, and then he does he get attacked at the town or where he's hiding at? Is that why he leaves? I don't honestly know. No, I skipped he, a lot of it, but um, no, he he just so the. <laughs> The land gets like attacked or, you know, when you play the DLC, you find out how the Order of No Quarter came to be. Yep. Um, so basically, I guess that this just starts right when the Order of No Quarter is starting to like 
do evil deeds around the land and Shovel Knight kind of gets, gets wind of it and he's just like, well, guess I, I better start digging again or shoveling again. It, it's a good way. Like you have your first level where you fight Black Knight, which is a boss that's kind of like you, but he's not that challenging. You he's just literally just Shovel Knight, except he's black. It's basically the the stereotype of or, you know, the archetype of the proto man, the mm-hmm. zero or the base, I should say, not the not not the not the proto man necessarily. It says here as the ying to Shovel Knight's yang, the Black Knight calls nobody master. Clad in a same armor, he has Shovel Knight to the ends of the earth, spoiling for a battle. So yeah, he's, he's, he's basically somehow like, like the connected rival. to you, if I remember correct. He's bound by the code of of chivalry, just like Shovel Knight. <laughs> I, I loved it, all this shit, by the way. And then after you beat him, the game surprises you with a map. Like it has like a Mario three style world map that you run around and pick the levels that you want to do, and you go to a town. I really like that. That is but, the cool thing about this game that it combines so many different games uh, into like it makes a hodgepodge of of a game and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have the Mario overworld, we have the kind of, sort of, maybe Mega Man-ish boss selection thing, even though you can't select all of the bosses at the same time, or like, you know, all the Mavericks or whatever. Right. Um, I actually like that, though. This is how the uh, Game Boy Mega Mans were also set up, and I think it works better for, like, level progression. Because I know when I play, like, a Mega Man game and there's all eight available from the beginning, by the time I get to number seven or eight, I'm just, like, wrecking them. <laughs> so, like, gating you by having, like, three or four, and then we're going to up the difficulty after after you beat those three or four to the next level, I think works really well um, for the gating. I guess the Wily levels are always where the challenge is in Mega Man. But I, I like that, yeah, because it's a Mario 3 map, the Mega Man, and then, what what is it, like, the mixture of the DuckTales combat? Yes, DuckTales yeah. combat. It's kind of, it is, it is almost also, like, a little bit Castlevania-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, like pre-Symphony of the Night Castlevania. Yeah, you definitely um, have like that. Uh, it's like it's one of the weapons is like an axe that um, has the same arc as the axe from from Castlevania. Yes, the the anchor. It's the anchor, yeah. the one that 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 you throw in in a diagonal uh, way, and it's literally just like the axe in Castlevania. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty useful too. I. Yeah. Mm, we'll get to that when we talk about the the powers. We will. Okay, and then also every time, like a lot of times when you finish a level, you'll have a little campfire scene where Shovel Knight just sitting, mm-hmm. sitting by a campfire, and he'll have like nightmares where he's fighting a bunch of monsters, and then has to go jump up and save Shovel Knight or Catcher. Wait, uh, Shield Knight. Shield Knight. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I like again, those a lot. Again, with some very excellent music. Mwah, beautiful. It always made me think of Golden Axe. Is is how what I took the inspiration that it was from because in Golden Axe when you finish a level you would have the little campfire and the little guys come out and steal your items or your magic. Oh. So that's what I, I, I was. Ne- that's what I thought of when I saw it every time. I've never played Golden Axe, so I have I have no idea about that. <laughs> and one thing also about this game is it has collectibles. It has a little music sheets you can find throughout the levels. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, so that you can uh, trade them in with the bard. He'll give you gold, and you can play them at the town whenever you go. Mm-hmm. I, I barely, barely use that. I, I don't think I ever used it. Maybe the first time that I played the game, but after that, I was just like content with the village theme, which is also really good. Again, every track in this game is just really good. <laughs> I never changed anything, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I like the town, too. I like how it has these random townsfolk you can talk to that don't really say anything, but it kind of gives you more 
you know, just storyline in, in the game. Like you have like the, the king that was, you know, kicked out mm-hmm. of his castle in town. You just have random people. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was I a think, nice little feature. Yeah, I think that that's like I I think when I first played this game and even now, I don't like the first level at all. I think it's I, I don't know why I think it's a, it's a little slow. I think it's because there's no power ups in there. And I don't think the game really starts showing its personality until you get out of that area and then you get to the town. And then I'm like, oh, I can upgrade these things. There's all these people to talk to. There's the fishy thing and that little part of the map. The Trouble King oh, is where the game starts. The fishy really showing thing is great. Its, it starts really showing it's like charm and weirdness to me for that. Yeah. I'm just kind of like the first level. I know a lot of people love it and the music's great. I'm just like, Man, I'm not really into this. Excuse me, sir. It's the Triple King, if you will. And that's what makes this game possible for me, too, because you you can buy two like bottles from Zelda. Is the per- closest way to you know say it. And by that's buying right. those, you're Likers, able to then. Stickers. Yeah, you get an elixir and you get two elixirs. Mm-hmm. And I was able to just that's how I beat the game, because when I, I attempt, you know, there were a couple <laughs> levels where I needed it. <laughs> I bought the, the chalices this the, this last playthrough and I filled them up with with health and I did not use them. <laughs> Well, that's good though. You didn't need to. I, I didn't I need them I all. I prefer to die over overusing them. <laughs> I did it need is, them for the final boss though. I needed both for the final boss. But it is weird though because those those don't regen when you die. Like oh, everything no. else does. Like your magic yeah, that, goes back to one hundred. But like whatever equal you used in that rank and that round, if you used it, it's gone. And uh, sometimes yeah. I would just like hover over it to be like, oh, I wonder what's in here. And then I forgot <laughs> to go reselect like the actual sub weapon I wanted. And yeah. then I would just use it, and I'm like. Oh, OK, well, well I wasted shit. it. <laughs> Just blew all my all my fill up my health and magic when I was already full. But cool. I, I will say before we continue, Vincent, in terms of the first level, what you were saying, it is supposed to be to basically the highway level from Mega Man X. It's basically yeah. just and a tutorial and without, you know, using words or anything. You just kind of just play around and try to figure out how to get around this this dinky level without mm-hmm. um you know like an explanation unless you read the manual right yeah and and and, and i don't really like that i love mega man x is one of my favorite games i don't like that level but <laughs> but and, but I, I get what you're saying but it's also what's weird about that level though is it's they made the game linearly like that was the first level they made was huh. was that first level which i'm like i think y'all got better at making the game as y'all went on uh-huh. well, <laughs> yeah, it's unusual too yeah, I, like I was like, I read that in the book, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Usually, like, I my understanding of game development is usually you like you make the whole game, and then you make the first level last, or at least that's how I used to do with like college papers. I would figure out what I wrote and then make an intro to make it make sense. But like, okay, here's what here's what weird tangent you went on, Vince. Um, <laughs> then we'll go write an intro at the beginning and be like, okay, now I'll make it look like that's what I intended to do the whole time. But. <laughs> It's a pretty level. The music's so good. I don't know why. I just it didn't click with me. It's it, both times I played this game, it didn't click with me. I didn't tell it was like a tutorial. I mean, I guess it makes sense a tutorial, but I didn't really think about it when I played through it. I just did it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Like I had no, I I didn't die as much this time as I remember dying before. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a good intro. I thought it was a good intro level. And then I'm assuming almost everyone goes for King Knight next after the town. Yeah, that's kind of where the game directs you. Mm-hmm. I like King Knight, even though I this level is not bad either. It's not that challenging. It, it's it's cool to see as you're running around like this giant castle trying to get to him, and you kind of see how how well the levels are designed too. I felt in this part. Yeah, I don't know. I just really I really like King Knight. <laughs> I like him a lot too. I, I I don't think when I first played this game that all the characters really resonated with me. They were just like, oh, there were things to beat, and like thematically, like the levels looked cool. 
But like now knowing like the expansions and playing a whole campaign of Spectre Knight, then I'm like, oh, hey, Spectre Knight. Hey, King Knight. <laughs> hey, Plague Knight. What's up? I think that that's cool a lot because and that's a lot of fun. Spectre Knight is a really cool campaign because it. Actually, oh, yes. Because it, it, it's, it's a prequel to this and it shows like the, him assembling the Order of No Quarter, which is a really yep. cool. And then it like, I guess, ends right at the beginning of this game. Yes. Yeah. Which we'll talk about it some other day. <laughs> yes, I do want to go. I want to replay that one. That one I remember loving it. But it was just like the way it worked. Like fighting King Knight was a decent boss. Like it's not that hard. I like this level. There's a lot of money hidden around to kind of fit the vibe of him being a king. Like I know behind all the banners, there's just money. The the enemies usually that you have in each level kind of like feel like they fit the level. Like in King mm-hmm. Knight, you have a lot of like little soldier looking enemies and knights and things that feel like they fit in in a king place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I thought that was a good touch. And also, one thing we hadn't mentioned, this game is very friendly with checkpoints. Throughout the level, it gives you checkpoints en- enough, which I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> so, two, th- two things about this. You can... Uh, did y'all break the checkpoints? Oh, Never God, have. No. I know so, you can. I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, since I went for the Platinum, there is a trophy for breaking every possible checkpoint in the game, which obviously makes the game harder. Because if you die, you're going to go way further than you would, you know, if you had the checkpoints. But also in New Game Plus, there are less checkpoints as well overall. That's annoying. So, yeah. So so if you basically die at the boss, I mean, I think that the, the last checkpoint in each level is still present. Well, it should be. Before be the barrier it, opens up, you jump to the barrier, then the checkpoint gets right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mega Man joke. I know. You gotta slide, Mike. You you just you gotta slide. I like to jump because it looks funny. I always slide it. But yeah, I I think that it's like three three checkpoints. Like usually it's like four or five. I think and like it's five. like cut and yeah, and there's always one right before the boss battle. Yep. And yeah. there's a decent so, amount. So like they don't like... they don't make you go too far. Like I never felt like it was too far for a checkpoint when I played this game, and I would die a lot in certain parts, and it it didn't like. I was trying not when I first started playing this and I was dying, I'd, I'd get irritated. I'm like, fuck. And my wife got mad at me. So instead, I just started laughing because that irritated her less when I was. Dying. Yeah, there was a lot of like my wife being like, are you enjoying this? Because I was just like, fuck, shit. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the play play. But like there's like there's a point where I'm just like, <laughs> and, I, and honestly, the Wiley levels is where it's at. Um, that and fucking Polar Knight. Oh. He's the only one that has like one hit kills like in the um in the, in boss the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because of the spikes. Polar Knight and Propeller Knight, for me, I so, sometimes it's the go, going down a fucking pit. Good God. <laughs> Let's talk about, um, God, what the hell is his name? You just said it. Not Polar Knight, the other guy. Propeller, Propeller Knight? Knight? Yes, that, Propeller yeah, that's Knight. Where the, that's where I think the game, like, peaks for me. And I thought, it's got the wind in the level. That, uh, it's, it's a cool last level. It's a really cool level. And it's right by the end of the game. I mean, it can be your last. Otherwise, you can do Polar Knight last. Those are the two that you kind of get around that point. Propeller Knight is just such a cool. It's such a hard level too. Like I died so many times in that level, and it, but it's you're on you're on a giant airship, which makes sense because the knight can has you know has a propeller on his head and can fly, and he's all about air, so it makes perfect sense that you're in this world. Mm-hmm. But God, it was a cha- it was challenging, but I I liked it at the same time, especially when I finished it. Oh, <laughs> trust me, it is. Ten times more challenging when you're trying to beat the game without dying a single mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I'm never trying that, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah, I try. I did. That's because you're insane for platinum. Hey, hey, I beat. Hey, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I'm I'm allowed to try. You're still to insane do for it. platinums. That doesn't change. That. I know. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> got a disease. I got a disease, and the only cure is more platinums. <laughs> <laughs> and God, what was I saying? But like, for Hollow Knight, it's just it's just a hard level. It's a cool level, and at the end of the level, you have to like fight. When you fight Propeller Knight, he can destroy your level. Like he'll have an airship come and shoot mm-hmm. cannonballs that will then destroy what you're standing on, which I really did Such not a, appreciate. Such a bitch. I killed him before that happened, luckily, but he was getting close because I, I, I did watch a speedrun before this, so I try speedrun strat sometimes to see if I can make oh. it work. It didn't work, but I was still able to kill him pretty quickly, though. I was able to just kind of keep him contained. I think he's one of the 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 bosses that you could, if you got lucky, you could like just house by by standing on top of him and just. You know, hitting yeah, him with just, four, four or five hits, yeah. You just need to expertly avoid his pointy stick pointing at you. On, <laughs> oh, oh I, yeah. <laughs> I love the attack where he throws you in the air, he propels you up with his propeller, and then you stand there holding his sword trying to go underneath you so you can't poke on him. It's got some beautiful personality. I think that this is the level that I went from like, okay, I mean, this is a fine indie platformer, okay, whatever, to like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I like this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this game really, like, it shocked me with how good it still was in 2022 when yeah. I replayed it. It really did. It's, and it's and I hated Propeller Knight when I played him last time, and I was surprised that I actually didn't hate this fight. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, I, I still hate him. <laughs> it's like, I, damn I, bitch. <laughs> I mean, this game subscribes to, like, the, the Nintendo Mario philosophy of one, first of all, like, getting its, like, gameplay in order. Like, everything, it feels good to be Shovel Knight. It feels good to dig. It feels good to attack. Everything feels good in a way that other games sometimes don't. And you can tell that, like, you know, I play like a first person shooter. And I'm like, I don't like this. I can tell within like 10 seconds whether or not I even like like how it feels. I think that like Shovel Knight nails that. And then it does really good challenge progression. And the and the checkpoints do a really good job of gating it where it will introduce like challenge, but safe where you really won't die. And then, you know, like this is now the game mechanic. They'll introduce like wind, you know, and then we'll introduce like these platforms that if you step on them with the rainbow like statues, you know, they'll sink, but you got to jump, pull them up and then you hit them. <laughs> yeah, there's some, a lot of one hit deaths there. But I think it like escalates it really well to create mastery in a way that like other games that you I played, especially way forward games, which these guys are from way forward, just fucking don't do. Um, So I think that that's what makes this game like magical because they understand those core components really, really well. And then they make every level like based on like a theme and they just iterate it to its logical conclusion really well. I like this game. And Polar Knight, as you mentioned earlier, I want to talk about him next. I mean, his level is the only ice level, which I'm happy there's only one fucking ice level. Mm-hmm. Obligated it, ice level in a it, goddamn... It didn't bother me, though. Like, it wasn't that bad of an ice level. I didn't... I mean, I died, of course, many times, but never. it didn't frustrate me as bad as I can get sometimes with games. Because with the checkpoint system and Shovel Knight being Shovel Knight, it just wasn't as horrible. Yeah, and, what I, and, and this game definitely, like, lets you restart, like, immediately... There's not like a and there's no lives either. Which so is nice. Thank God. You know, so like because that would be the bullshit of Mario. Like you just couldn't you just hit mm-hmm. your head against a wall and then, you know, like, OK, well, that's my five lives. I guess I got to go back to the beginning of the level entirely, even though I barely got to this point to begin with. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate there were no lives in this game. And like with Polar Knight, he looks like a Viking, which I, I liked his design, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like the he's the biggest of all the knights that you fight and. As we were talking about, like, if he's the only boss fight where as you're fighting him, he'll shovel up the snow you're standing on and make spikes appear where you can instantly die. Yep. So <laughs> Polar Knight is actually another Shovel Knight, like Black Knight and Shovel Knight, like, because Shovel Knight actually tells him, like, why must we fight if we are bound by the same code or whatever? 
So. He does have a shovel. Does he use a snow shovel? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He is. An, he's another member of the of the. Uh, God damn it! I forgot the name already. You said something about chivalry. Is that or is that uh, the the code? the code the code of chivalry? <laughs> Eh, they're, they're cool bosses. I, I didn't yeah. mind Polar Knight. I remember having a hard time with Polar Knight years ago because I r- was not excited when I got saw his level. But when I played it this time, it gave me no trouble at all. I was like, oh, this is fine. So he that was a nice me, change. He gives me a lot of trouble just because it's a one hit death. And he really messed with me on the the boss rush at the end where you had to defeat all eight knights in order or not in order, in a randomized order. Not in a yes. randomized order. Yeah. Yeah. And if I Polar Knight was, was the first one. This time around. Yeah, because that yeah, he was the first night for the, the when I finally beat it, he was like the first one because, man, I get like I get in my head when he's like the fourth or fifth one. I'm like, I've done four of these. It's taken five or six minutes. And now I'm on this guy who has one hit death. Ah, fuck. OK, so so there's an anxiety. I had to redo 10 minutes of work, which is the only reason I don't destroy the che- I, I just destro- don't destroy the check moist. I just don't want to redo 10 minutes. It's I'm not the same way. I just don't want That's to relive why this you always have the face locket as your as your special ability. <laughs> that thing I spammed because because Polar Knight, you, he would <laughs> you could you could you could spike him in the head twice and then he would like hold his shovel up so you couldn't bounce off of him and then he would swipe you unless you pushed on that like two seconds of invincibility sub weapon. And then and then you go right back to it. And if you're ever going to touch one of his spikes, that's when you when you activate it, which I think is frankly because I am clumsy was a very great innovation in a sub-weapon. That was the only one I ever used in the entire game. Phase, that was my main one. <laughs> phase Locket. Escape from all harm, briefly. Use this uh, to avoid damage, even from Spike. I love oh, it. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. It, it is literally the best <laughs> sub-weapon. It was I mean, because that's I... the bullshit. It's the bullshit mm-hmm. of Mega Man, too. One-hit spikes, that's what ends my runs more than anything in mm-hmm. Mega Man. It's just the spikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know a lot of people compare this game to Mega Man. I, I, I don't feel like it's that much of a Mega Man clone. I do. I personally do. Okay, I mean, I don't know, maybe it feels more of Mario, you know, just Mario to me than I, Mega Man. Again, but. It, it, it's that it's this amalgamation of so many things to yeah. put together. And that's I why, you know, for some people it feels like something, and for some other people it feels like something else. I think it lives in Mega Man trappings, like thematic, mm-hmm. like it has a thematic boss and a thematic, and then there's like eight of them, and it has the wild, I think structurally it's that way. Gameplay-wise, it's not very similar to Mega Man. So, like, which is good because I don't like Mega Man. I, 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 this is the hot take. What? What? This is the hot take. I like the <laughs> Castlevania Metrovanias more because I like melee more than I like range. I don't like range shooting. I don't like Mega Man and Metroid as much as I like stuff where you I can are, get in and, and hit things. So shovel knife. You're works. literally the opposite of my friend John Aldridge who hates melee uh, Metroid melee. games and, melee. and just loves like range ones. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I love getting in there, whipping things, hitting things with shovels. It's a lot more it's a lot more satisfying. I mean, I mean hitting things with shovel is very satisfying, just saying. I mean, in this game has a good melee system. I mean, you, you you hit your melee button, he swipes a shovel right in front of him, or you can pogo on people, which is how I beat everything in this game, because for some reason my brain is like, pogo only. I'm like, okay. But that was the good thing about like the Black Knight, is he was basically showing you can't pogo everything. You can try. He, he specifically designed to, to not let you, to force you into doing multiple attacks. Which is a good thing. And then he's like, I'm just going to shovel all these motherfuckers. Or I'm just gonna... <laughs> um, I still pogoed him a lot. Even though he tries not to let you, I still, that's how I beat him yeah. with pogoing him. Mm-hmm. It's just what I do in this game. I just pogo everybody. I just like pogoing it, a lot. I mean, you do have to be careful in the Mole Knight stage when you pogo because you could destroy your platform and it end up dying. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Mole Knight stage. 
I remember me just not knowing that you could cancel a pogo by just hitting the attack, the normal attack button, and just dying a few times back when I first played this game uh, in that stage of Moonlight. Because there, there is some exploding platforms that if you pogo mm-hmm. them or if you hit them, they explode and you, you are left without terrain right. to to go to, you know, to walk through. So I died a few times. Moonlight's hard. Yeah. That's a hard I level. I, I died a lot in that level. I can't validate it, but I feel like the mm. default controls changed in between the original and what this version was that I played. I think I think so. I, I believe that some of the controls did change, specifically using the sub-weapon. I think that they actually added the tri well, for PS4, the triangle button, because I don't think that that was in the original when I played the 3DS. You had right. to press up and square to use the, the sub-weapon. Right. Oh, I, could, I, could, its own I definitely could, I had to... That's how it was like by default, I think, on my Switch version, and I switched it to mm. being a but, uh, like an A button press or something, whatever East okay. is. Or is that Circle or something on PlayStation? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, circle. I feel like the the shovel, like I used to be a button press, and I think it's just pushing down now is what it was. And I, I have nothing to validate this, but it just felt different to me. Or maybe I played more Ducktales recently, and the controls are slightly mm. different. No, because like Ducktales I- original or Ducktales remastered. <laughs> remastered, unfortunately. Ah, okay. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> DuckTales is a good game, but I, I can't Great remember like because yes. I, I can't remember how I played this originally, like what it was, what it was, or how it worked. I know like I was happy that it was just a button press for the sub button because I used them quite often in here when I, I especially the phase. I also think that in the original release you couldn't like quick like do the Mega Man thing where you hit L one R one to to change the the sub weapon. I think that you had to go into the menu and select them manually. At least for the know. 3DS version. 3DS I think was that, on the touch screen. It was yeah, it was on the touch, touch screen. screen. That was yeah. amazing. That was, uh, you know, because I could be flying through the air and like doing like the sword flying thing and then switch to the punch and then the fireball so quickly. And then the um, the invincibility thing, the phase locket, like I was doing that shit like all the time with the touch screen. I mean, when you speed run this game, you ha- there's multiple parts. You have to switch from one item to the next while you're in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier on 3DS. I'll tell you that. <laughs> So, I mean, the way they do it, they hit the R1, L1 buttons now, because I was watching speedruns of this. But, mm-hmm. yeah, 3DS, that would be a lot easier. Just tap it. That's I'm cool. assuming the Wii yeah. U version was probably the same way. And the Wii, I hate the Wii U, and I have one. A, <laughs> I just hate that system. <sighs> I, I, thought I, lo- I thought I loved the Wii U, but they came out with that, like, your memories of how much you played the Wii U. And it was like, you played 400 hours of the Wii U its entire lifespan. And I'm like... That seems wrong for me to only play a console 400 hours and like 50 of them are Netflix. <laughs> that seems that my top used app was Netflix. I liked my Wii U. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> I I bought a Wii U off somebody off eBay or something. I remember I was so excited and I don't even like I can't even I don't even I don't care anything about it at all. <laughs> it's just there. It's got so much bullshit to ha- to hook up. It's like you got to have like the cradle charger and the and it's got to it's got to have a plug for the wall and a plug into the TV and the Wii U sensor bar and you've got to charge your Wiimote. I hate and, the Wiimote. And if you have to have an external hard drive, it has to fill up both USB drives. I like moving that thing just from like one TV to another or rehooking it up is just like it's too much. Whereas the Switch is like, hey, I got an HDMI cable. And uh, the and last time I used my Wii U was for this show when we played Pokemon Snap because I couldn't emulate it well. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That was the last time I used it and I I had to. I was very upset when I had to buy Pokemon Snap in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why am I buying a virtual console game? I don't. I hate the virtual console. But I mean, uh, you can, to, to that point, you can play Shovel Knight on any system in the world, pretty much, <laughs> which is really cool. 
I'm glad that this game exists on so many things. Oh, and and with Mole Knight, the boss fight, I like the design of Mole Knight. I just don't like his level. And he was an easy boss, though. Oh, yeah. Like him, he's a very easy boss. He's this on fire looking guy. I thought that I, don't know, I thought he was a cool design. And then one boss the cheese, that yeah. we kind of skipped over that I want to talk about is Spectre Knight, which is probably my favorite of all the knights that you fight. I really like his design where he looks like a Grim mm-hmm. Reaper and his his level is mm-hmm. a graveyard. Yes. I am a big fan of, of sides, of uh, sides, mm-hmm. the death stuff, you know. So why haven't you finished Chrono Trigger? Weapon. What? Why haven't you finished Chrono Trigger then? <laughs> What's a Chrono Trigger? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Devil Trigger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Devil May Cry? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it on day. his show a long time ago for Chrono Trigger to start it, his, and then he never played it again. One day, Mike. Hey, I, w- I really wanted to play Xenogears, and I have still yet to play Xenogears. Chrono Trigger is so better, it's, though. It's not. It's not Chrono Trigger's fault. It's just I. There's no platinum there's, trophy. There's no desire, huh? Hey, there's too many games, man. Too no, many too games. Platinum trophies. Hmm. Too many platinum <laughs> trophies to get. Too many games for your moms to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as I was saying, like Specter Knight is just a very cool level. I I love his design. I think because I played Specter Knight campaign before and I enjoyed it so much that I just have a really like when I went to go fight him this time, it really made me excited to fight him, even mm-hmm. though it took a while for me. Because I knew him, friend. But like, <laughs> personally. But, but but funny. I'm going back to the the DLC expansions. His control is nothing like this is in the game. I don't think. No, because he's not dead yet. Oh, okay. He's murdered, yeah, if I remember correctly. Damn, before, you're after. good. You're good, Mike. You came up with the. Here's your no price. I love it. <laughs> because he's a grim yeah. reaver. When you fight him in here, he's the only one that looks like he's a dead knight. Because everyone else is not dead. But he's. I forget his story. But if I remember right, he's killed. Yeah, more so than the other knights uh, expansions, like the the shovel, the shovel knight, the Spectre Knight one. You're basically just powering him up up until the point where he becomes the boss. Ah, um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I think that's why I like Spectre Knight so much. It's it's really, really, yeah. yeah, I really want to like, play it again. And it's also like four hours long. It's way shorter than the, than this one. This, yes, this one isn't doesn't feel too long to me, but no. I can get it. It was also but you a play game a lot of like, games, Mike. <laughs> I play yeah, I play too many games, but. <laughs> I play uh, lately. I've been doing like two games a week for some reason, nice. and then recording about it. I've been stuck with Horizon for the past three weeks. So congrats! You're going for the platinum, aren't you? I have still not beaten the the story. Oh, even, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's it's been a slow burn, honestly. I really want to be done with it so that I can get to a couple of indie games that I've been looking forward to. Money number nine. <laughs> I'm gonna keep making that joke all episode. <laughs> I want to play that game, by the way. You I own a copy of it. God, I I own the copy and I threw it away. <laughs> I think I own it. It's a PS Plus game or something. I feel like I own it. It's on PS Now, too. So yeah. I actually have a physical Xbox One copy of it. But I don't have an Xbox uh, One. I had a PS4 version. A PS4 and yeah. Well, I do have an Xbox One, but it's 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 a brick at the moment. So uh, I don't really count. One of those. Yeah. But no, Mike. Good, good indie games. <laughs> One of the other nights that we haven't talked about yet is Plague Knight, which I Plague Knight. I like his design because he looks like a a, a doctor, doctor from the Italian era. What I always think of. Yep. Not it, it's literally Plague Doctor. <laughs> yeah, Plague Doctor. That's yes. why, why he's Plague Knight. <laughs> I really like his design. I just couldn't think of my the words weren't coming because what came to my mind was Ezio. Because I think they had the, you have the Plague Doctors in that. Yes. In Assassin's Creed yes. 2. Yes. Yes. God, I missed that game. It just uh, came out on Switch. I own multiple mm. copies of it. I just haven't. I'm. I. I want to replay that series, and I. You know, mm. I have. It's longer than I want. Know if I want to put on here yet. Oh boy, those. Mm. 
that's all. But no, I mean, it, it, I really like his design. His level was was kind of cool. His he has a mini boss fight, which looks like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type thing. He's just a fun, oh, yes. and he's a, he's not that hard of a boss either. He's a good another intro boss, like along with King Knight. Now that you mentioned that, that is another Mega Man thing where you have some some stages that do have these mini bosses in the middle of the stage. Like you, you, Mike, you guys recently played uh, Mega Man X4, and you know yeah. that some of the some of the stages there do have mini bosses. Oh, um, I remember, like the ice one. <laughs> um, the mini bosses are more were not that bad in this game. They didn't bother me. Oh no, which was nice. Yeah, the, the lantern fish in Treasure Night, he bothered me. Really, the the stage or the boss? The boss, everything with that one. I didn't like. I don't like Treasure Night stage. I don't like being underwater. I don't like the physics of water. I don't like. I didn't like that stage. I beat it okay. Probably, but I didn't like it. This is probably one of my one of the only instances where I do like the water level in a in a game. Yeah, I think it, I think it actually works. Weirdly. Yeah, because the, here's the here's the thing. Like, it, it's not like you have to do like a Mario and just keep tapping the the button to keep swimming up 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 up. Here it's just. It's the same controls. You still jump with you still do one jump. It's just that the jump now feels more like the moon level from uh, from uh, uh, Ducktales. Yeah, and, and so the the thing, one of the things about this game too is that the levels are expertly crafted to suit the whatever it is that you're going through. Like we <laughs> talked about the propeller night one yes. with the wind and all that. Like. You know, you're going to die a lot, but still you can't figure out, oh, the wind current is going to take me and drag me and I should jump now instead of now. Same thing here <laughs> with the water. You need to jump now, descend now. Don't jump too high. Press lightly the X button to jump and not do a full jump or else you're going to hit the spikes on the ceiling. Like it, it, it's all about it's all to me. It feels very well crafted. I just, I also just don't like the design of Treasure Knight. He looks like a guy in a scuba suit, and he has a giant he's, anchor. He's basically just, a big. He's basically a big daddy. I don't like him though. I don't I, like his I design. Do. <laughs> but you are right. He I does. Do. I didn't think about that, even though I just got done playing Bio, all the Bioshocks. I did not think about that until just now. <laughs> it, it did not improve my thought of him either. So not at all. I mean, I don't would know, you kindly? Like would you kindly like him, Mike? No, I will not. <laughs> I didn't die on him though. I beat him pretty quickly. I, I didn't have a problem with him. I just don't he's like. Not a hard boss. He's not a hard boss either. No, most of them. I didn't have a problem with the bosses. The levels are what beat my ass down. Yeah, that's that is the thing. Really, with again, I I know that I keep comparing it to Mega Man, but that's fine. Mega Man games are like this, where the stages sometimes are worse than the bosses. Most of the time, yes. Mm-hmm. Most of the times, like getting to the boss is the real challenge, and not necessarily the boss. There are some bosses that, you know, are pieces of shit, but <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to see that as I play more Mega Man games. I'm getting I'm I just finished <gasps> X4, so next is X5 for the. Oh, so. wait till you get to X5 and X or no, wait till you get to X6 and God. <sighs> oh, God bless shit. Your soul. X6. <laughs> God bless your soul when you do X7. Actually, Mike, I might have a, a proposition for you. There is the, the 3D one, right? Yes. I want to for X5 and for X6. There are there are some hack some hack versions of those games that apparently improve the games. I have not personally tested them, but they do make the games less bullshitty. I can't do that though because then it takes away from what the game was. I know for a review. I know. Yeah, but X6 is full of bullshit. <laughs> I, I so imagine, so. Can you imagine that there was a timer 
the entire game that told you how long you had to beat this 2D platformer in, like Shovel Knight, you would be like, that's pointless. Why? Why did y'all do that? And I bought it. I was like, well, it's a six one. Clearly, they've gotten better at these. So that's the only Mega Man PlayStation X game I ever bought. (laughs) Oh, you've got them hitting me. (laughs) Okay. And the only other night we haven't talked about yet, which I don't care for, is Tinker Knight. Really? You don't? Okay, his level is cool. I like his level. I like that it's very... Clockworky? Like yes, like it reminds me of Castlevania clockwork. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy his level. I just... I think he's an idiot. I really like Tinker Knight, not, you know, because of the character, but just because he has a fucking mech. Well... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first part of Tinker Knight is, I mean, this is the one where you have two fights, essentially. You have a little fight where you fight him just as a little brat, and then you can kill him instantly if you use the item you get in his level, which I didn't find. Yeah, if you use the gear on him, the first form dies instantaneous. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Speedrunners. Ah. I shouldn't shouldn't take credit for it, because it wasn't me. It's me watching too many speedruns. No, no, it was totally you. You discovered this in 2022 for the first time. Nobody else knew about this. <laughs> and then they after be- that form, he goes into a giant mech form, and the mech form does look really cool. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a weak spot for mechs too, though. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dino Gears is one of my top games that has not been on the show, unfortunately, yet. Hey, the Trails of Cold Steel games are my favorite games. So mm-hmm. they have mechs. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't think you Ooh. could do. You'd have to like, I don't know even how you would do tra- a trails game for this show. You'd have to you just... plan it year like a, two months in advance. <laughs> and do yeah. other games in the meantime. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, yep. we're playing Basically. Tetris this week and short games. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that covers all the eight nights. But one thing we haven't mentioned yet is you also have a second town you can go to where you can upgrade your. You can buy different armors. And you can also get different sword abilities for yourself too. Yep, mm-hmm. which are I thought were Sh- really cool. Shovel, shovel upgrades, not sword. Oh, yeah, close enough. Close. Same thing. <laughs> I, I in this playthrough, like when I first played this game, I think I was trying to buy all the armors and probably I was probably being a cheap. I was trying being a trophy whore for some stupid reason. Even though I don't care about trophies, I never did. I think that's what mm-hmm. I was doing because I was doing that type of stuff, and I'm just like, but why? <laughs> because it's so, none of my none of the armors really like gave you that. We didn't supplement my game style. I think I played the ice level with the black armor because I thought it would help me with because I was getting knocked back all the fucking time. But then it also makes you slip slidey, and then you add that to the the ice level, and it was just like a disaster for me. There's only uh-huh. one. I buy the red armor. I forget what it does exactly, but I think it makes you take a little bit less damage, and it doesn't have any. Actual... Lo- I think that that's. Isn't that the one that where you lose less? Uh, oh, you lose less gold. That's to... what it was. Yes, you lose less gold. So that was the one, the only one I buy because that's the only one that doesn't have negatives to go along with the positive. No, no, the only one that I always buy is the gray one. Which if which once you do two consecutive pogos, uh, you get the powered up slash. Uh, you know, aside yeah. from 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 powering up the slash by holding down the the attack button. I always just get to the gold and then just stay with that. And I love that it's like it has no benefit. It's just expensive. it has no benefits at all. <laughs> it's just expensive. And but it was I do have yeah, that, that was funny. It's cool. It's yeah. cool that it's there. I like the fact that you have these different things to spend your money on because mm-hmm. it gives you more purpose in the game, too. Yeah, I, I also really like it. I can't remember which town it is, is that each level has like a bespoke power up in it that you may or may not get because it's in secret areas. And I mean, you get pretty good at like figuring out what the language of the game is to be like, that's a secret area the same way when you play like Yoshi's Island or something. But, but you if could, you, I, but if you don't get it in that level, cause near the end, I'm like, fuck this. I'm just getting to the end. <laughs> you can go and buy that item in town. And yep. that's really cool. That's really cool. 
I think I really like that. You can go buy from Chester, man. Because that's always what sucked about like Mega Man X. It's like, okay, well, I got to go back into these levels and go find. Now that I have Boomer Kawangers boom, Boomerang, now I can go <laughs> grab boomer. this heart container. But I think you could just quit once you grab the item in Mega Man X. Whereas like you, you lose everything yes. if you quit a Shovel Knight level. Yep. You lose everything during that from that run. Yeah, you have um, to in this game. You have to finish the level. So, so a few things. A few things that I guess that we have uh, like scraped over. Yes. One, you once you die, you aside from going back to a checkpoint, you just lose gold. It's basically like this Dark Souls thing of like you lose your uh, your souls or whatever. But you only lose some. You yeah, just you drop only, a little. You lose like a quarter of it. I think is what you lose. Yeah, the more you have, the more you'll lose. Yeah, but it's not like Dark Souls where you drop everything. Yeah, there is a point where you just don't care at mm-hmm. what you drop because you've already bought uh, almost everything or almost everything that you need. Um, you could farm money in this game too, like I did. I would just replay shovel the Black Knight level in the beginning and farm money. It's so easy to get money in this game, though. Like mm-hmm. there, there are bonus levels aside from the main levels where that have like the the treasure icons, and you can like get more gold. I did almost all of those except for the one with Propeller Knight's weapon, the dagger. I could not beat that level. Yeah, I, I did almost all of them. I by the end, I was just like, let's finish the game. I've done this before. I don't. <laughs> well, it's different. Yeah, I, I was just trying to because I wanted to and I wanted the gold, yep. but I just could not beat that level. There are like we're not fast enough. Oh, there's also like random encounters. There's two two random encounter boss battles in the in the uh, world map. And I say ra- random. It's not random. You can either <laughs> fight them or not fight them, but they do appear after a certain uh, amount of time. There's a few different uh, people that show up. Yes, the one of them is. God, what was his name? Bass? I don't. They're not in the manual. I don't think. I, I don't, they got knights in the last name. I know that. Which was point me is like, were these planned bosses for other levels that just got excised or what's so? The deal with these guys? So no, Bass. He actually comes back in the DLC in one of them because he is trying to fit in with the Order of No Quarter, but he's he gets rejected or whatever. And uh, the ninja one, I think that he's a prevalent character in the Specter Knight DLC, yes. if I remember correctly. Okay. But also, you can spend money to increase your health and your magic. Yes. It's another thing that you can do in town. Uh, and I Which I do every was... time. Oh, yeah. It, it It is beneficial, and it is absolutely required for this, most of the playthroughs. And you are right. There, Kratos is in this game. <laughs> yeah. In the PS4 version, I'm assuming. I just have but... never faced him. He's in the Hall of Champions level you have to pay to get into. I've done the Hall of Champions, and I've never faced him. Okay, I I didn't do the Hall of Champions because I never had five thousand gold just to just to spend on nothing when I was there. So I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, but you get a fuck ton of gold when you're done. Yeah, with you it. get a lot more. I didn't have money. <laughs> I would get die good, so Mike. much get in good. these later levels. I never had enough money to spend on things. Get good. That don't work out too well. I mean, the, the get good, Mike. Except I, I mean, like I beat Dark Souls one and two, which I always praise that and that you know show off on that, but. I am not that good anymore. No, no it's uh, Bloodborne. Haven't you beaten Bloodborne too? I beat Bloodborne too, yeah. I died so much in this game yeah. that the second I had gold, I spent it because I didn't want to lose it. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, there's a secret room in the Hall of Champions you have to go into where you get a map with a symbol on it. Okay. And it looks like and it's the God of War symbol. Mm. I'm watching a thing right now. I might have to go do this. I might have to go do it because I've never done it. Yep, and then you see a hooded figure on the map. That comes out, and then I think that, and that's Kratos. 
Oh yeah, now that I remember. There's yes, there there is. Kratos has been a boss also in one of the Gun Vault games, I believe. Weird. Okay, yeah, this is like, I'm. This may make me pick up the game again, even though I wasn't planning on replaying it at all right now. But I might have to go do this after we get done. Or not today, yeah. but yeah, he's he's a boss fight. This is really cool. Huh. I wonder how many people are listening to this that had no idea he was in this game, and now we just explained how to get him. There's a, yeah, so there's a video on YouTube to search it. Also, there is one more quote unquote secret boss, I guess you could say. No, wait, there's now that I remember, there's three on the overworld. Like, there's, there's a couple boss, of people that show up. There's a guy. There's the knight, and then there's the guy that looks like he has like the solar crown or something like that. Yeah, he looks like he belongs in Dark Souls. He's like a gold helmet. Yeah. I don't know but there, who he in is. In the second town, there's also an, a boss battle there with Hat Knight. I, I will call him Hat Knight. I don't know if that's his name or not. Where's the that? Mad Hatter. So if you go all the way to the left, there is a store, a hat store. And there's like these assholes who are like, oh, give me a thousand gold. And if you give a thousand gold to every one of them, they leave the store. And then the guy that's running the store, which is the guy on the right, he's like, oh, I that hat that you are wearing, I must have it. And Shovel Knight's like, it's a helmet and it's stuck to my head. And he's like, no, I must have it. And you fight the guy. That is cool. And he has like he has. So the deal with him is that he has like different hats that he puts on and depending on the hat it's different variety of attacks like fire attacks or whatever he's he's not that challenging but it's still it, he is like uh another one of those secret bosses that you can fight in the game that's really cool oh and kratos has like three form where the health bar keeps getting filled back up oh jesus it looks like a really cool fight and i guess you get a special armor for beating him too hmm might have to do that yes <laughs> i've never done that I, I posted a video of it too in the chat. So yeah, go look this up because I, I can't believe Kratos is in this game. Like, I did not. Like, you said it. I'm like, yeah, okay. And you, you weren't lying. Like, he's really in this game. I know. Yeah. That's what, that's the expertise you get from Vincent Goodwin of that was a game. <laughs> My entire YouTube channel is bullshit like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've watched some of it. <laughs> you get a new shovel, too. Uh-huh. Huh. Oh. That is really cool. I'm just surprised, like, I forget that Kratos is such a Sony icon because I don't really think much about the God of War games. I've never thought much about the God of War games until the last one. That's the only one that I really. I heard about. that one was really good. That's it uh, is rebootish. Yeah, it I is. haven't played it. I've only played God of War one and God of War Ascension, and that's it. I've I've played the main three game and the new one. I've never played the the other ones that are like I guess spinoffs. I don't know. There's two PSP ones and what, is it God of War Judgment or something. I get it in Gears of War. Confused, they both they both had a fourth one with a different subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> and they both they both are uh, called Gao. Yeah. Get them confused in my head. <laughs> and something of war, I guess. Yeah. You get the armor of chaos because you get a you get a shovel. You take the shovel and then he builds the armor of chaos, which collects orbs to fuel your rage. Oh, well, I know what I'm doing after a stream. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and when you jump down to the pogo, you turn on fire. The what? And you have a fire, and then when he hits with a shovel, they have, like, fire attacks now. It looks like the Blades of Chaos. It's really cool. Watch that video, and whoever's listening to this, go look up. It's worth it. If you had this game and you never knew it wasn't just like me, go do it, because that is pretty damn cool. Okay, I, I really like, though, how, like, you also have random enemies that show up, like, little stages, too, on the world map, like, knights that will just pop up you have to kill. I like that, too, a lot. Oh, I just was really like this. And and so that brings us to the Wily stages, which aren't Wily stages, they're the Enchantress stages, but they should be. Enchantress. 
Yeah, same, really. same, same shit. Yeah, <laughs> and the first one has blocks that can crush you, and I died that so is... many times. God, that is the the worst. There, my my arc on every single episode, Mike, is is I get really far in this game, and then I'm like, I'm about to beat this game. I'm gonna be so good for for games my mom found. And then I get to a stage like this, and I'm like, fuck, I might not beat this game. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I think is that. The, the um, thing I, is that, that it's just two Wily stages and then the boss battle against the, right. the Enchantress. But but I it's feel a, the, the first like the first block of that Enchantress stage before the first checkpoint is really long and really gives miserable. a lot of cheap deaths. I died a lot there, specifically, that first Enchantress stage. Because mm-hmm. there's the blocks that crush you constantly if you get caught by them and you have spikes, mm-hmm. too, and you have to like and they're moving. You have to like just mm-hmm. position yourself. It, 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 it was miserable. Yeah. That 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 is probably the worst stage of the entire game. And then and it's there's not pretty. And it's not pretty the way the rest of them are. I don't like the the color palette. I think it's like a green and purple kind of. Thing. It's very dark. Like you have levels. Yeah. Of, it does a couple times a game where all you see is a silhouette of Shadow Knight, and you have rain that's falling, and you have to. You can tell where there's no rain hitting the ground. That there's no ground there. Mm-hmm. Which is just something carried over from from the Spectre Knight uh, stage. Oh okay. Oh yeah. But here it's more like you die, so <laughs> easily. But it, it, but in the Spectre Knight, you you would get those uh, chances of like lightning striking, and that's how you saw where the next platform was. Yep. Here it is looking at uh at the rain and trying mm-hmm. to figure out oh this one's real, this one isn't. And you also nice. fight Black Knight again too in in here where he gets powered up. You can fight he him can. once in the world map. You fight him in the first level. You fight him in the world map, and you fight him a third time in here. Yeah, so, Black Knight gets the that uh, super base uh, power up from from Mega Man Seven. Oh yeah, I've never played Mega Man Seven by the way. I have only played it once. But I know what you're talking about because I watch videos. But yeah, he gets wings. Yeah. Oh yeah, so he gets wings. For, for you, Emmanuel, I remember Black Knight on a turtle. On a what? On a turtle. Turtle. He had, like a turtle mount as a boss fight, but it's not in this game. Weird. It must be one of the DLCs. Huh. I remember it, and I did not see it, and I'm like, hmm, must be one, because I played a little bit of Plague Knight, and I played Spectre Knight, so it might have been from one of those two. Hmm. I could not remember. I don't remember that. And then the the second Wily stage is underwater for a good chunk of it, if not all of it, and then I I don't like water. I mean, the last Wily stage is supposed to be like a reflection of all the stages, kind of. Like, you have the machine gears from Tinker Knight. Oh, you start off in water, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be like an amalgamation of all the night uh, stages. Okay, is this the one that had the refight to end it? Yep. Yeah, because there's there's just one. There's again, there are only two Wily stages. The first one where you fight Black Knight at the end of the stage, and then the second one is where you have to do the Mega Man Gauntlet of fighting all eight. <laughs> so Vincent, uh, why don't you tell us your experience about this? You mentioned a little bit before. Um, with the with the boss, rush? yeah, with the boss the rush. Boss rush. Um, one, I hate them. I'm just in general, it's not a thing I like. Same. Um, this one is pretty yeah. easy because it gives you like a full rehealth in between them, and I feel like should the game t- is tuned. It, the game is tuned that like. Should I tell me. you? Should I tell you the bad news that What's in the new game plus they they cut the the refill in half? Mm. Like they give <laughs> they give you one chicken after every two or three fights instead of yeah. every fight. I feel like my run would have ended earlier regardless, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I, actually, I, I actually wanted to start uh, New Game Plus instead of starting a new game from from scratch, but I was like, ah, it'll take me more time, so let's, yeah, let's just go with normal. 
anger yourself, especially when you have like a time limit. I mean, because trust me, when you when you do something like this and you have a time limit to when you have to get this done, you don't want to make it harder for yourself. Yeah, trust me. But but it, 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 I I think like it, it it's a boss rush, but it's not a boss gauntlet, but it's not really that difficult because you get like a full rehealth and even your magic comes back pretty well. I think one of the enemies, maybe Spectre Knight, allows you to like refill your magic entirely, which is good. Uh, I mean, it's not that bad. It's just the Polar Knight one would fuck me because <laughs> if, if it was like far enough in the range, because I get in my head, I'm like, oh, no, fifth, sixth. Like, if I lose to this, I'm going to have to do all this progress. I hate this. So, yeah, but once I killed once he was my first guy and I killed him immediately, it was smooth sailing because I knew I could I could do it. And I don't know if this is accurate, but I feel like the game gets easier if it knows you only have one health point left. Either that or I get good, which seems in, in, impossible. Uh, I get good. <laughs> it doesn't I don't seem think like it's it, easier. It, it, it feels like it's not as ruthless, but maybe. Okay. I also I like how they're all sitting at a table when you get in the room and they're just eating. Yeah. <laughs> Why one jumps up at, at a time to fight you at the, on top of the table? It's a good visual mm-hmm. too because you're like, how many more do I have left? Yeah. You can see everybody. Yeah. I did forget the Tinker Knight had two forms though because I was like, ha ha ha! I'm gonna be easy on this one. I'll just leave that chicken and I got a second form. <laughs> this is anyway my final form. <laughs> <laughs> And I know there's a certain order to when people show up and things like because I was speedrun. They were talking about it like there's certain you'll get certain nights in certain orders like always. OK, I believe that. I, I, it's not fully randomized. No, there's some type stuff to it. Okay, it's mostly cool. randomized, but there is a, a little bit of certain like strategies that it follows and routines or patterns. Okay. Patterns. That's the word I want. Patterns. Mm. Huh. It's fun, though. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't I, I don't like it, but I, I didn't. I beat it my first try. Which I was happy about. It, I also got Polar Knight pretty quick, and I was able to get get, get the worst one out of the way. It it is much a much better boss rush or boss gauntlet than any of the Mega Man games, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I got spoiled because I played Twenty uh, XX. I don't know if y'all have played that, but it's a. I have. It, um, it's a. I have. I, I like it because if you fall off a cliff or fall into a platform, it just gives you one loss of your hit point. It doesn't end your run, which makes it instantly better than any Mega Man in my head because I die a lot that way. But it's hard. It is hard. I do do not. As a Mega Man fan, I do not like 20XX, but it's not. My problem is with with the roguelite aspects. I I just don't like roguelites at all. I don't either. It's a Mega Man X roguelite. I mean, it's it plays it. It ostensibly tries to play like Mega Man X, but then with a Mm -hmm. roguelike thing or roguelite, Mm -hmm. I guess, for for the audience. But I I like it just because when I fall off a cliff, it doesn't kill me. (laughs) That's why there's there's one of the Mega Man collections that you can turn off like. Like getting damaged by like only getting damaged instead of dying when you when you fall oh. down. I think you could glitch Mega Man 2 to do that um, in real life or like the NES version. I think if you use like the second controller to do something, you can glitch it um, and then mm. not die. Not as cool of a secret as Kratos and the PlayStation. <laughs> and then I have the question. <laughs> when you when you get them beaten all the night, do you save them or do you let them just hang there and die? You can save them. Yeah. You, you, can you save hit them? square, you can pull them all up. What? You think I didn't know what? that? No. <laughs> yeah, you can hit square and pull them all up. I always leave them there hanging. <laughs> I think what happens is I beat the level and I'm like, thank fucking God. And then I just put my controller down as I definitely missed like quite a few cutscenes because I didn't realize they were happening. I was just like rejoiced to be done with the level. I thought it was going to be a loading screen, not like a story scene or anything. OK, yeah, yeah I have beaten this thing. game. I've beaten this yeah, game you can save time and I've never saved them. <laughs> and that's not a platinum trophy to save somebody. I feel like that should be a trophy, like save yeah. the save the squirrels in Metroid or whatever. Save the animals. Yeah, you know. It, so, sometimes I don't know how trophies work, uh, honestly. 
<laughs> so the guy with how many platinum trophies is it again? I have 192, and I still question why some things in games are not trophies and others are. 192 <laughs> platinums? Yep. How many? Ask me how many I have. I have every PlayStation, by the way. That's Zero. Like Zero. That's right. Zero. Same. <laughs> I will never get one either. I'm I also the proud owner of only 400 hours of a Wii U. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I used to be an achievement whore. I do have a few games where I thousand pointed, but not very many. Avatar is one of them. <laughs> so, ah, I was one of those people. But I also liked achievements better because it's like you got points and it just went into your total. So even if you didn't get all a thousand, you still got points. So I would play everything just to get points. Mm. I mean, everything. Mm. I played Cyborg. So if I added points to those trophies, would you? No, I can't go <laughs> down that road ever again. <laughs> It was more a broke bike. He needed to get all the time out of his game that he could because he didn't have money. Mm. So, I don't have broke mic anymore. I just have working too much mic, but that's a little different. So. <laughs> you know, actually, I don't really work that much. I only work forty. It's not bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, the podcast—that's my other job, but mm. don't pay me very much. I make a dollar a month. So, hey, that's <laughs> that's more than what I do. So, <laughs> after it pays for the hosting. Uh, so the only thing we haven't talked about yet, we haven't talked about the sub weapons yet. We haven't talked about. We talked about the face logger, which is obviously Easy. the greatest, the gaudy. And then you have you have a little green balls you can throw. I never use little uh, bouncy balls. You have a fishing pole that you can yes. use to get things out of holes. Or your tre- or your treasure back if you fell down a pit. Yeah, that was nice. Okay, so the green thing is called the chaos sphere, an orb that bounces around unpredictably. And I don't like unpredictability. Yeah. But the, there's the probably my second favorite sub weapon, which is the propeller dagger. Um, yes. I used that to save. Yeah, me that was really good, especially in my original run. That that saved me from a lot of falling in pits. Probably during yeah. uh, Enchantress. I think I used a lot during Enchantress to save my ass. She was wrecking. She was destroying my platforms that I'd fall on in the final. Boss. I I am kind of pissed that this last time that I was playing the game in the in that first stage in my first run of it. I almost beat her. She had half a health left, and I mm-hmm. fucking fell. Yep. Because she destroyed one of the platforms just as I was jumping. Yep. And I was that like, happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, she's a bitch. Yeah. It's a hard fight. But in Dust Knuckles, one of the weapons I used a lot. You have the anchor that we mentioned before, which is just a oh, Dust Knuckle. You just like punch through. It's like a Wario charge. Okay, we'll go with which that. Which is a lot like what King Knight's yeah. move is too. King Knight is very much just a Wario charge. But, um, I have never played a Wario game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for reminding me that, yes, in, in, when you play as King Knight, he literally has the, the Wario shoulder bash from the Wario Land games. Mike, you need to do at least Wario Land 2 or 3 or I want 4. It's been, on, yeah. it's been on the list. You have the little fire rod item that shoots a fireball, which I use a lot on bosses throughout the game. I used to do at the really beginning, then it. I got the face lock, and then I would just face lock at everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I used face lock a lot, too. Yeah, if there were like two sub weapons you could have activated, I would be using the projectiles a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I also didn't ever hit R1 or L1 to change it. I went into the actual menu to do it for right. some reason. Okay. I don't know why. That was just the way I did it. Mm. So that's, that's how I play games sometimes. I have no explanation to why. Oh. Okay, dude, any you? other sub weapons we missed? Uh, yes, there's the booming oh. horn. Oh, I never the... used that. I used it in the stage that you get it, I think, and after that, I never used it. The alchemy coin. Oh, yeah, I never uh, used that. Never, ever used that one. Mobile gear. I only used it for the tutorial in that. <laughs> and that's about it. The fishing rod and the triple chalice, which you can get, too, to refill your health or get you know, informal ability. Oh, yeah, I, 
I just use it for the health. Yeah. I just can't get over now. This game had two secret bosses that we never knew that I never knew about, like the hat guy, which is simple, and then the Kratos thing, which is not that simple. Yeah, I just can't believe Kratos the is in this game. Have a battle too. It looks like. Who does? Yeah, I believe that you fight the battle toads in the Xbox version. Yep. What? Yeah. yeah. All three. I'm of looking them. this up. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if there was anything for the for any of the Nintendo versions. We got amiibos. <laughs> Yeah, hey. you're right. There is a Battletoads level be- boss fight in the Xbox One version. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's really cool. I don't know but if Amazon got anything. Why do people care about Battletoads? <laughs> I don't know, because uh, I, I, they, I, 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 they are I'm, the antithesis to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know. So, so honestly, like, there, there's all those things like Battletoads is a joke. No, Battletoads was one of the few NES games that you could play two-player simultaneously. Like that, Ninja Turtles and Akari Warriors and Contra. I can't think of and Chippendale. Like there wasn't that many games that like you could play two player. Because I was at a daycare and we had like a Nintendo with like ten games, and so that was a very popular game was Battletoads because the first level is easy and then the second level you're going down the chute and then every single run ends on the uh, the little speeder bike level. Um, so but but those first few and then you got to like carry a stick and your fist got big. Battletoads was a ton of fun. For a bunch of kids at a daycare, you get to play two player, so it was a great time. Whereas everybody else is playing like Mario, and you're like fucking die already, so I can play. So okay, so the f- the first you fight the you fight the toads. The first toad is you hanging on a rope going down a hill, just like it was a metal toad, and you're fighting the toad, and he does the same moves. Oh, cool! Metal Do toad. they turn like in little bells and stuff? Yep. Cool. This is okay. This game has just became cooler. I don't own the Xbox version. I never will at this point. But how did this game get cooler? I don't understand. I'm I'm really surprised. This is, it's a great game. At some point, I feel like Yacht Club, y'all didn't have to do all this. Y'all really didn't. Y'all could have <laughs> just made Shovel Knight. You didn't have to make these three expansions. You definitely didn't need to do Shovel Knight Showdown. You didn't need to throw Kratos and and the Battletoads and different things and an amiibo on a co-op mode into these games. We liked it well enough. Y'all could have made a second game, which they finally announced. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I all this time. Like, it's a lot for one game, especially when it's not, you know, it wasn't even paid DLC. I do like, I don't know, I, I had to step away for half a second. Um, I don't know if y'all mentioned that the game has gotten progressively more expensive as you buy in. If you, if you didn't buy in on the ground floor. Yes, it's we did not mention that exactly. But I yes, think that's it's... really cool because, like, otherwise I'm like, ah, I'll just wait for the fucking DLC and Game of the Year edition to come out and it'll be 20 bucks and I'll buy that, which is what I do with the Mortal Kombat's and the Injustice games. This one progressively got more expensive, so it makes sense to buy in early. Because they were really... trying to recoup money because they didn't do it earlier. It's smart. Mm-hmm. It's really smart. Which like, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like it didn't because it, it had it been EA, it would have been I would have been like fuck you. But this is a <laughs> a small developer. This is not you know a giant. Well, it doesn't punish your early adopters, so I don't even know if it'd be a fuck you because you know you're like ah you know like, everything you know, with I, EA would somehow be a fuck you. Yeah, because well, because EA is like you bought in early, so therefore you had to pay more. Ah. Whereas those people who wait till the Super Bowl and buy Madden, they get it for free. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because Madden gets so cheap when you get to that point, when the year's I almost know. over. I know. I think it. I think it hits Game Pass like the day after the Super Bowl. I think is what it did this year. Yeah, because uh, nobody cares at that point. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, I don't play sports games. So I can't really talk. Mm-hmm. The only time I played any sports game was when I was going for achievements. Yeah. But like the Mortal Kombat games are like sixty bucks, and then they have the all the DLCs, and then within a year you can get a complete collection for twenty bucks. Oh. Okay, and the, to continue that battle toad, the, the first level, the first toad you fight, you fight going down the rope. The second toad you fight on a little hover bike. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. this is this is there really cool. Mm-hmm. Man, and the I'm trying. I just got to. I have to see how you fight the third toad. Okay, and the 
No, you fight the second. To- you fight the second. To- I don't even remember their names. Zits, Rash, and Pimple. They're so stupid. And then the, you God fight the third Toad like a normal it's boss. Such fight the, it's such the late 80s, early 90s. It's so cool. Battletoads 1, one of them has even been kidnapped. You can't even play as all three of them. I think it was Pimple got kidnapped. The only Battletoads experience I have is Battletoads Double Dragon for SNES. Yeah. Also, the only Battletoads experience I have was the last Battletoads game that oh, came out. Woof, I did play that, that was a Xbox. long one. Ugh. Those levels are too and I didn't, long. And I didn't even beat it. I was like, eh, whatever. I played those the levels. one in the Rare Replay collection, whatever that was. I beat that, yeah. the arcade thing. They, they have one on Game Pass. It's the, it's the new one. But, like, it's a beat-em-up where the levels are 15 to 20 minutes, which is too That's long. True. And the race to, and the speeder bike level is, like, 15 minutes. Like, this needs to end. Wrap it up, y'all. Uh, All right, should we talk about the final boss? Enchantress. Yes. That's the only thing we haven't talked about yet. And yes, the Enchantress. <laughs> I so the Enchantress has two forms. What luckily they give you a checkpoint between the two forms because they don't want to, mm. you know, hate. They don't want to hate you. Yeah, which yes. is nice. They don't want to yes. Mega Man you. <laughs> her first form wasn't too bad if I remember. It's just she's shooting things at you, and and then when you beat her the first time, this is when you find out that the whole time Shield Knight was Enchantress because she got infected by the amulet that you guys got all these years ago, and that's what made made all this stuff happen. Yep. Sounds a lot like the first Suicide Squad. There's a character <laughs> on the team affected God by a cha- enchantress amulet. Yep. Uh, <sighs> we don't talk yeah, about Suicide yeah. Squad. No, no, Ooh, no, no. <laughs> we don't Squad. talk about Suicide Squad. I want to. Uh, the original one. We talk. We can talk about the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Some, yeah. This <laughs> I mean, a much, much better movie. Can you tell I've been watching way too much Encanto lately? Yep. I have not watched it yet. My wife is obsessed with the songs, so I keep hearing. I yeah. I hear them a lot. Pressure like a drip, drip, drip. I just <laughs> that's really a good song, actually. It is really good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I'm worthless, I can't be of service. Fuck <laughs> Christmas Eve, I'm with my family. Don't do this to me. <laughs> and then after, like, after you beat that, and you also have like a real. I think you ever. Do you have a level to get her? No, you just drop down a hole. You fight blocks, and then you get into the enchantress yes. fight. And I can't remember. I'm trying to see much about the first fight. Those blocks got so me. So she she <laughs> throws like projectiles at you, but she also turns into like this bird kind of thing, and she just swoops diagonally at you. That's basically okay. it. And so you're like, this can't be it. Uh, there's gotta be another. It's not. Yeah. Save your magic again. There's gonna be more. Again, it's a Mega Man type game. Yeah. There's more I, than one Final Four. I didn't like the second fight because you can't hit her without Shield Knight jumping up and having you jump off Shield Knight to get to her. I didn't like that. I mean, and, and, she, and she was just a little too low. Or, I'm sorry, Shield Knight seemed like she was very high for me to jump on her shield. Like, it didn't look like I could get up to her. I feel like she needed to be ratcheted down like one block. But very similar to Wind Waker's ending. I don't remember, know if y'all have covered Wind Waker. We have not um, yet. I have Spoiler alert, Wind Waker has you teaming up with a, another character to use uh, their shield. to. Uh, Is it Ganon? Perhaps? Team up with? Okay. Yeah. I have beat Wind Waker. You team up with Ganon hey. to kill Zelda, the legend of Zelda. Yes, that's it. Hey, <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo, I know that you're listening to Games My Mom Final Podcast. Put it on the Switch already. Yeah, I don't know why. There was, they should have just I hit with the Zelda 35th anniversary. There should have been a Wind Waker Twilight Princess I HD collection. I am so fucking mad that we went the entire year with just Skyward Sword HD. We, just no, like we didn't great get just game. Skyward Sword HD. We got the game and watched Zelda. Hey, I just got that this week. I installed it. It's a great desktop. And I, I watch it like on meetings. It's be, it beats Legend of Zelda in 12 hours. It beats it at 11.59. Um, it's very you, cute. You people are the problem why Nintendo doesn't launch Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on the Switch. I don't own it. 
I was being completely sarcastic, but they're like, you bought it on the wind. You bought it on the Wii U. And I'm like, yeah, but nobody bought the Wii U. Exactly. And, uh, you'll have to buy back Take the systems. Out. Take it I away have, from the I Wii U. I have that Twilight Princess on Wii U. That's one of the, I actually beat it on Wii U, but I didn't finish Wind Waker. Masochist. <laughs> I bought it just to steal the Wolf Amiibo. Oh, oh, the Wolf Amiibo is worth a lot of money now, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to, we're going to do a giveaway now because I forgot that I was going to do that and we're almost done. So we're going to do the giveaway now. <laughs> Uh, here's a Steam code. Let's see. Let's go with an old-ass Steam code, because I got too fucking many. Okay, here's a, a Steam code from 2019. I hope it still works. Uh, the Town of Light. B. 6. D. J. 5. A. 4. 5. E. 7. M. I. 2. K. E. There's your Steam code for the Town of Light. I have no idea what that is, but I've had the code forever and been meaning to give it away. So I have please, no idea what that is. I at least know what at least knew what Tokyo Saturday was, but I have no idea. The cover of Town of Light looks like something from Attack on Titan. Oh Jesus. I have no It's a first person horror game of some sort, it looks like. Uh, you should play it. Nope. Nope. Actually, Mike, fun fact. I bought uh Resident Evil two and three for PlayStation Four. Maybe I'll do the platinums those for those two. <laughs> are you gonna be are you gonna be playing it legit? Or are you gonna be modding it? I, how can I mod PlayStation Four games? Do oh, tell me. I didn't know you. Okay, I just because you're gonna be terrified. That's, uh, I'll put the brightness on a hundred and uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll think I'll think that 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 Claire and Joe are wearing sexy clothes and you know. Actually, I might just put Resident Evil the the Resident Evil Two modded on PC on my monitor while I play <laughs> the PS4 oh, the, version. The Town of Light is a psychological horror adventure game. And yeah, no. No, thank you. Hmm. Nope. Okay. It's a walking simulator, too. Oh, hey, if you want a good walking simulator, uh, I can't think of one. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm just so confused. I've had this. I've owned the game forever because I got it in a fanatical sale multiple times, and I've been sitting on that code for literally since 2019. Oh, fine. I need to give it to somebody. Firewatch is a walking sim, right? Firewatch is, yes. It's also a good game. It's a, such a good game. All right. Um, any last thing you want? I, I think we should, we're going to jump into questions, comments, and memories, finally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I thought that, that this was going to be a, a shorter Me too. Episode, but hey, Shovel Knight's a great game, and there's a lot to talk about. All right. First, from the I Watched the Entire Orblood Super Replay group. I know I that got group. a few. Let's see. From Okay, from Steve Luziter. Uh, game hey. jumped immediately into my top 50 ranking. Hits every string of nostalgic gameplay while feeling brand new at the same time. A whimsical soundtrack, a nice right gameplay, and then Yacht Club blessed up with three additional free campaigns to add replay value and incredible character depth to this already amazing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here's here's something that I, I guess I didn't mention, and it's that I do not have nostalgia for old games or for those older, you know, SNES games or anything because I didn't grow up with an SNES or... Uh, any Nintendo system prior to the Switch. So for this game to be to, for to be like one of my favorite games of all time, m- me not having like mm-hmm. that nostalgia for older games is something of an achievement. That is, I would definitely agree with that. And from Neil Hackle, fantastic game. The music alone is worthwhile. Now here's mm-hmm. one to kind of continue what you said, Sam Labrador. I'm not even nostalgic for NES games, and Shovel Knight is an all-timer for me. I played it when I was 14, and it revolutionized how I thought about indie games. It is the single most important game in defining my taste in video games to date. I absolutely adore this game. That's cool. I, I will agree with him that prior to Shovel Knight, I didn't think that highly of indie games. 
So, yes, yes, a lot of yes with that statement there. I'm also glad that this worked out well for people. Oh, yeah. It could it could have gone way bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Money number nine uh, from Andrew Burns. I remember my grandmother insisting on buying it for me on 3DS back when I was newly hired as entertainment editor at my college newspaper. I was looking for a game review. One of my first reviews and fondest mem- memories on 3DS. Awesome. Vincent, did you ever review this game for your show? No, no, I was I was gone from that site well by 2014. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. So, no, I never I never touched it. No, I, I didn't even participate in the Kickstarter, but I did buy it day one just because Nintendo gave it a really good marketing push. I think they they since they had something good on their hands that uh that they could market that like appealed to the Nintendo demographic. And so, yeah, I bought it first day and loved it. But okay. and I and, and like the other listeners, I kind of have an anti NES nostalgia. Like I, I grew up with the Super Nintendo and I'm a lot of like Nintendo games. Like I see those on the Nintendo Switch online. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to play that. No. They're all like a little too much for me. So I, I feel like this game like taps into the ideas of what I want out of those, but being really good at the same time in a way that like Simon's Quest is really rough for me. I, I have no NES nostalgia either. I, I grew up on the Super Nintendo, I ha- so I don't like NES the same or at all. It's just a different, it's just, just different age group. So that's interesting. Like people who were, I guess, you know, that kid said he was 14 when it came out. He's probably born in 2000. So a, <laughs> yep. bit, a bit younger than us. Definitely like the, that appeal to them, I think, really speaks really well. And then I, I have my own internal questions of like, was this a really good indie game for 2014, but now has like lost its luster? And I don't really think so. I think it's still pretty good. It where it's like, whereas like I remember there were like indie darlings like Braid and stuff from 07 that I think most people have like turned on. I don't like Braid. Yeah, I I liked it at the time, and now I'm kind of like, yeah, all right. Well, I honestly think that this one is still like top top of the top of the list. Yeah. Absolutely. And from Jacob Schumake, one of my all-time favorite games. It's just so damn fun, and the music is absolutely incredible. Each of the four campaigns is fantastic. I even love Plague of Shadows, which I know is probably the least popular one. I played through them so many times, and got every single in-game feat. I bought this game on Wii U, 3DS, and Switch. Nintendo Buy it on PlayStation. So you can fight Kratos. (laughs) Because I'm going to go do that, I think, today. If I have time. Because I can't believe it's there, so... I'm gonna go. I I don't normally do that. When I beat a game for the show, it usually it goes away. It doesn't like it. Like once I beat something, it just uninstalled off my computer pretty damn quickly. I just I move on. So I'm but I'm yeah. gonna go do this now. So and from Stephen Chavalier, I have never played it. You should really change that, sir. Really should. And I only posted in two groups because I forgot to and I didn't expect a lot of comments. But I got more than I expected. So from the official Laser Time community, from Dave Heen. Never got around to finishing it and never played with all the content that got added, but I love what I played. The controls felt great, and I really enjoyed the look. It still plays great. It, it's, it, yeah. pl- it plays great. I still argue that pro- it's probably like the, you know, I, I say it's perfect, kind of. Like, whenever you die, I I know that there are some instances where where there are uh, there is a lot of bullshit, but for the most part, for most of the levels... If when you, whenever you die, I feel like it's on the player and not necessarily the level. Like you make a wrong move or wh- or whatever, and and right. just hit hit the directional pad or the the stick um, the wrong way. But I don't know. It it just feels like so. It, it feels solid. Like I, I don't know. It, most other 2D platformers do not feel like this game. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some the 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 bullshit moments that do happen are, are few and far between. So we do remember them like your enchantress killing you right at the end like that um, mm-hmm. with the falling pit. You're like, fuck. I you. also I don't like to side scroll or beat them like not. I don't like side scroll platformers. Those are not my oh, thing. Yeah. So from especially for me to play without being able to cheat, like it's saying something that I actually really enjoy this game and I couldn't cheat. 
Because mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone listening to the show right, knows I cheat everything when I can. Right. It's got that right balance. Like, I mean, I don't think it's we, we were saying earlier, like, it's hard. Like, I think it's hard, but it's like isn't that hard. Like, I think that most people who play it can beat it. Uh, yeah. Case in point, me um, and probably you, Mike, because you, you definitely take the tourist way if you can. Um, oh, so. I mean, everything. If the game lets me, I will. If the game says, here's the easiest difficulty for babies, sign me up. Yeah. Like, I definitely <laughs> died a fuck ton, but like it wasn't that crushing or or it pushed you forward like let's just try it again go get your money back the only game in the show where i really felt like i cheated because i there's no way it would have happened otherwise the resident evil 2 where i bought dlc that gave me infinite ammo for a gun nice that was the only time where i'm just like and i i don't think i would have beat that game otherwise because that game (laughs) resident evil 2 remake terrified me more than any game i've ever played i have never been that scared and i i did not i don't know why i was so because I was scared when I went to bed, like, the tiger's going to come get me. What the hell are you thinking, Mike? And slap myself, like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, it's terrifying. Like, I'm like, nope, never. And I was 33 at the time, so I got That's no excuse. Hey, it's not that scary once you modify it. Yeah, just yeah, change it to, like, my, my little pony mod or something. Yeah, just make, just make, all the, make all the zombies sexy. Or there is one great mod on PC, which make, makes the game just basically everybody's gone to the rapture. And you only fight boss battles, and there are no more enemies aside from that. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Okay. All right. And I got a couple more to read from Carrie Chandler, friend of the show. I love this game so much. It perfectly captures the gameplay of DuckTales, but with a 21st century set of sodification. So I said that word wrong, but he's been on the show many times. You just record. I think I just just recorded with him not that long ago. Last week. Uh, From Nick Turner. I think this is the second game I ever backed on Kickstarter. I only went in for $15 to get it digital, but it's been the most worthwhile thing I backed to date. All the expansions gave me reason to come back to my 3DS after I put it down for a while. I recently backed their new venture, Mina the Howler, which targets my nostalgic even better being a kid with no NES but owning my own Game Boy. Yeah, that game looks cool as hell. I've never heard of this. So they, they their their new game that they they're making they kickstarted it just for the amount that they got for Shovel Knight. It's a uh, Link's Awakening uh, Oracle of Ages style, but modern day. So that's what they're riffing on now. So okay. you know. I have no nostalgic for. Well, I had Oracle of Ages when I was a kid, but that game beat the shit out of me. So no, you could play Link's Awakening right now on your Game and Watch. I love Link's Awakening though. You can <laughs> play Link's Awakening remake. Oh, okay. I I don't back on Kickstarter, but I might be buying this game when it comes out because. It looks like it does. Yes, it does. You know, so I trust them enough. And this is actually Yacht Club making it as opposed to yeah. just publishing it like they did with like Cyber Shadow, which uh, was the ninja game that was a little a little too much for uh, me. Um, I, they had 100 uh, deaths uh, just in the first level. God, oh. I I was so excited for Cyber Shadow and that ended up being probably one of my one of the biggest disappointments for me last year. Cyber Shadow was like, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. And then, like, after, like, one day, I'm like, I don't like this. I'm done with this. If you want to play back. a good, if you want to play a good Cyber Shadow, go play The Messenger instead. And I didn't Okay, like I it. never heard of Cyber Shadow. Now I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I was thinking of The Messenger. I heard a lot about The Messenger. Yeah. No, The Messenger is another one of my favorite indie games of all time. Okay. Cyber, Sh- Cyber Shadow is just published by Yacht Club. They didn't, the, the, yeah, the core team didn't published. develop it. Um, it graphically looks a lot like it. It's got a similar vibe, but it it just didn't click. And that's the thing about these indie games is if they don't click, they don't click. Yeah, they I guess don't. all video games in general, not just indie yeah. games, but everything can look good on paper. And then this one worked in a way that very few do. I don't know. It's got its magic secret sauce. And I again, the top, top indie games that I can say, Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight, The Messenger, at, at least for 2D games. Bloodstain. 
Bloodstained. Uh, those are games are, are. I like the Bloodstains um, uh, that are like the old Castlevanias. I like those ones more. Yeah. The, I mean, I I consider them indie because they were like, you know, it, it is made by a, you know, industry veteran like. Yeah, uh, Kochi Igarashi, uh, but yeah, yeah, he didn't but, have Konami backing him. Exactly. Like he, it was basically just an independent studio. So I do consider them indies. But yeah, I. Those are also really good. Not not on par with with like Symphony of the Night. No, no, but that's different. Yeah, you can't be on par with that. I don't think that's one of the best no. games ever made. So yes. All right, and then I got a couple more from Mike Gabari because I called this retro. He's like not retro yet, but damn close. Retro is usually agreed upon to be ten years old or more. In two years, we'll be able to say it is retro. I kind of agree with that, but it, this is retro to me. <laughs> then re-download this episode in two years. Mike <laughs> <laughs> from Greg Moore. Get Mike some more downloads here. Please. Uh, I appreciate games like this and a lot of indies recent and a lot of indies recent stuff because I think there was still a lot of untapped potential in the old style of games when the industry oh. and mainstream audience abandoned that track for 3D. It's not just a throwback, but a thoughtful iteration on old designs. I wish Cop- Capcom had done something more like this with Mega Man. Oh, I know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, Inti Creates, uh, oh, which okay. are the developers of the Gunvolt games, which I talked about earlier. Yes. And the last comment I'm going to read from Luke Batty. My main thought about Shovel Knight, I've always found it kind of annoying how it's described as being 8-bit or 8-bit expired when it looks way more 16-bit than anything. It totally looks like something you see on the Sega Genesis with may- with maybe a slightly enhanced color palette. Let's call That's it eight, eight, 8.5D. 8.5-bit. Why don't we just call it 12-bit? I'm just no. I'm just gonna get. Hot, I'm just gonna. Get, I'm gonna go hot takes right now. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be an asshole to your fan base here. Nintendo fanboy here. Yeah, yeah. If you want like shitty eight sixteen bit like Sega Genesis, then I guess that counts. Yeah. <laughs> Turbo graphics sixteen shitty sixteen bit. Not like the Super Nintendo, powerful with nine different modes. It didn't have blast processing, but that was marketing anyways. Okay, no. Remember, yeah, I Sega probably, does what Nintendo don't. I feel like the, the Genesis came out like three years before the Super Nintendo, though, didn't it? Yes, like it in did. Japan, it's like 88 and 91 or something is the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more accurate. It's probably closer to an g- early Genesis game <laughs> in terms of color palette and everything. Yeah. That makes sense. Because Genesis yeah. was first and had, wait, it's just not as, I'm, I'm more, I'm a Super Nintendo fan more than Genesis, but I did have a Genesis, too. I fought in the console wars. <laughs> oh God, please! No. But you got to make sure you you got to make sure when you say that phrase someday to you know some some kid that you just find after you killed his father years ago. I fought with your I, I fought with your father during the console wars. Yes, it was. Sonic's all right. He's all right. All right, and we should go to shelf stacker box. And Emmanuel, why don't you go first? Hey, I. You saw you saw the picture that I sent on yes. the chat. You saw it. I, you know what the answer for it is. I knew it's why you're on this episode too. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, to, I, I told you, I warned you. If you didn't have me on this episode, I would haunt you like Spectre Knight. <laughs> this game is just such an absolute joy every single time I play it. It's still hard, even for someone like me who has beating it in less than an hour and thirty. Without dying, breaking checkpoints, all that crap. It's it's still a challenging enough game if you haven't played it in a while. But it's again, it for the most part, all the le- almost all the levels they are very well balanced. They are, you know, they it progressively gets harder, but you also progressively get better at understanding the game. The music is just beautiful, just absolutely beautiful. Just absolutely love. Jake Kaufman's work in this goddamn game is just so so incredible. 
And yeah, I just I really love this game. It is one of my top five favorite games of all time. It is my favorite 2D platformer of all time. So yeah, obviously it goes on the shelf. Like I I have a shelf full of the game, the amiibo, the plushy bead uh, thing that I bought on Etsy, a mug. <laughs> like you know, I, I I really love this this game, and I love Shovel Knight a lot. Too bad that I could never get into Pocket Dungeon. <laughs> I don't know much about that, but I don't. That's another game, so. Yeah. And Vincent, what about you? Uh, I feel like I'm going to have to 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 shelf it. I mean, like, I'm like, ah, I mean, it's all right, you know. But when when you're talking to Manuel, I'm like, I do own every Amiibo. I have read books about this game. I have them prominently displayed. I volunteered to be on this show. And I'm also <laughs> like, when you said, like, it's your favorite 2D platformer. I'm trying to think, is there a 2D platformer I like more than this game? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, I'm not the hugest Metroid fan. I do like Mega Man X a lot, but I like this more. I, I, and oh. I love Mario 3, but, like, given the option, without nostalgia, this is a really good game. Although, I think Spectre of Torment is probably better. So It is. Let's just, let's, oh, yeah. just, let's, just, let's just bump that up to the Shovel on Night, the over all four together, and we'll say, yeah, shelf it, top shelf it, whatever, whatever's more prominent, glass display <laughs> case, what, what's higher than normal shelf? Put it there. <laughs> okay. We will be doing Spectre Knight and the other campaigns as minis in the future with the same team. My plan. So, yeah, just to be warned, that's what I that's what I do. When you can't time a game has DLC or stuff of that nature. I try to bring the same team back to cover it at a future time. So this will be my, at some point. We'll cover the rest of them. A shorter episode, not two hours long. <laughs> and I'll go last. It, it was a good game. I'm also going to put this on the shelf. I didn't expect to love this game as, as much as I did the second playthrough. I just I remember liking it, but I wasn't I'm like, OK. And then I was blown away how much fun I had with this game on this playthrough. Like, I just I had a great time. I really liked it. And I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. It was going on the shelf. And I'm really glad that we did this. I'm really glad I put it on the show just because it had been on my list to play or to do on the show since early in the show. And I was like, eh, I, I need a shorter game. So we'll just throw this on there. And that's what happened. Yeah, and this oh. is a shorter game, like we said. It, this time around, I beat it in four hours. Uh, I know that Mike was also four hours. Mm-hmm. Vincent, how much were you? Seven and a half. <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> also, the amount of music collected, by the way. My first run was like five and a half hours, 17 out of 46 musics. So I clearly mm. just... I was close to that. I didn't go after most of them either. I, 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 I remember I'm just like, game. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I needed something shorter after I because we just did Golden Sun the Lost Age the week before this so I was like I need something mm. short to recover but I'd be Golden Sun like weeks in advance but hey mm. great game by the way great great game all right and I should introduce what we're we'll talking about next week uh, next week will be I can't remember well that's <laughs> a Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare oh boy I, I haven't I'm not doing multiplayer of course but yeah I just I just figured we should do a Call of Duty on the show at some point. There's yeah. there's somebody in my neighborhood who I think must have won the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Jeep because he's always dropping off his kids at school right next to me. He's got a Modern Warfare 3 Jeep. I have, I can't feel like, like he bought that. He had to have won a contest. Um, It's a good looking Jeep, though. <laughs> hey, if someone wants to give me, well, not a free Jeep because you had to pay taxes. But hey, you know, let's see, there was a Modern Warfare. Yeah, there's a there was a Jeep. Yeah, he's yeah, got a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> he drops it off. There my was kids. a Modern Warfare 3 one. I thing or what yeah. there might have been more because i do know that uh i used to not for a long time but there, i used to see back where, where when i where I this worked. wasn't a contest this was you bought this 
Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, it started at 30,000. No, 33,000 for the four-door model. So hey, you, can, you can be the world's biggest diehard Bobby Kotick fan if you buy this Jeep. It, it looks like a regular Jeep, but it has like random little insignia on it of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. No, I, I remember seeing like one that literally like had something that said Modern Warfare 3 or something. And it was always a Jeep. I haven't seen yeah, it in yeah. a while. Okay, nothing. Maybe it was up just stickers that they put on themselves instead of buying <laughs> the actual thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they, you're, I think they're. Yeah, you're right. There was a giveaway. Vincent. Vincent's right. See, Vincent knows his shit. He does. Yeah. Well, I entered. I at E3 one year. I entered to win uh, Wolverine's uh, motorcycle from X Men Two. I did not win it, but I, I had oh. dreams of what I would do with Wolverine's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they gave away the very first vehicle that came, that came off the line. Was what they did. They only gave okay. away the one. So. Mm. Hopefully he did not buy it. That's pretty funny, though. Well, okay. It is Texas, though. So I, I Do y'all have, it. like, King Ranch Edition trucks or anything like that? Or is that a Texas thing also? I've seen one once when okay. I worked in my, America. We have a lot of them. My, my bosses have, they have, like, uh, ranches, so they they use those a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I live in the North. Texas thing. Okay. I live in the, <laughs> the wasteland of Minnesota. I live in Puerto Rico, so I'm way far away. <laughs> yes. Okay, and kind of lost track. Of what I was gonna say? Oh yeah, and Vincent, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on the Some of My Friends Read Comics podcast. It's a comic book book club to read famous comics like who when uh, Gwen Stacy died. We're reading the Age of Apocalypse this year, and this month it's April Fool's Day all month. So we are reading terrible comics like Fear Itself, the Marvel event that broke me. <laughs> I never read another Marvel event after that, and All Star Batman and Robin. Uh, we're going to The Boy Wonder, where the goddamn Batman by Frank Miller and Jim Lee. We'll be reading that this month also. So a lot of fun there. And then I also have a show called on YouTube called That Was a Game. It's on the All My Friends Are Right Here YouTube channel where I cover video game spinoffs and specifically portable versions. This I just posted a video on Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3E, where Nintendo made over 30 extra levels for this Game Boy Advance version of Super Mario Brothers 3, the only 2D Mario levels they made between 92 and 90 and 2006, 14 year span, they made these for this Game Boy Advance game, but they hid them on e-reader cards, which was like you had to re- wipe them with like a, a QR code barcode reader in your Game Boy. But the card reader didn't fit inside the Game Boy with a pass through. So you had to have a, you had to have a Game Boy with your Mario game and a Game Boy with the uh, barcode reader. And then you link cabled them to be able to get these 30 extra levels. That's really stupid. It's it, it's impossible to find. And they didn't release all of them in America. Some were only at Walmart. They didn't release any of them in Europe. And it's just impossible to find. But the Wii U version, they patched them all in. You can't even like the ROMs floating around don't even have these levels uh, wow. probably now. So if you have eight whole eight dollars, you can buy these on the Wii U store and, and a Wii U, which not many people have. As we've established. For only for a little bit of time. What? <laughs> only for a little bit of time. Or you can just go check out my video that shows all the levels on uh, all my friends are right here dot or not dot com. Yeah, it is all my friends are right here dot com. I own that website. So go check it out. That was a game. And Emmanuel, where can people find you at? Yeah, uh, people can find me over at twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart or youtube.com slash Commander Lionheart. I do a couple streams a week, mostly First Strike, where I take a look at old ass video games, sometimes games that I have never played before, like when I did Chrono Trigger with Mike a couple years ago. God, that long? Gears. I'm doing, as of the time of this recording, this week, what the hell am I doing? Oh, yeah, Kirby Return to Dreamland. Not Kirby, Kirby 64? 
I already did a full playthrough of Kirby 64 years ago. What'd we don't talk about game? Kirby 64. No, oh, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> I have said, I think that since the last time that I was here on the show, I've, I have since split up uh, or split up the first strike into even more sub shows uh, because I have uh, Indie I, first strike first lap. Yeah. Yeah, Indie Strike, which is me taking a look at games like Hollow Knight, you know, indie games. First lap where I play racing games, which is very good this, this month of uh, April because I am going to be doing card month. I'm going to be playing oh. uh, for four weeks. I'm going to be playing card racers, starting off with the Lego racer games. Not Garfield? Um, I did Garfield when I did uh, License the Game, which is where I take a look at licensed video games. I played the Garfield Lasagna World Tour for PlayStation 2 and <laughs> Garfield Kart. <laughs> Here's the deal with, with License to Game. I am on the quest of finding good license games, aside from the ones that I know of, you know, like oh, yeah. the, the Arkham's or whatever. Yeah, most of the license games that I play are... <laughs> Trash. May, may I interest you in Samurai Jack for Game Boy Advance? It's a I, Metroidvania. I, I played what? it. I, I I briefly played it years ago. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> That's fine. Dumb. It, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a Metroidvania, Mike. Yeah, I love those yeah. games. We should get together some talk, just chatters, because I love fucking licensed games and that bullshit ones. I know you do. I, I I love doing licensed games on on my streams. It's just that they they kind of take away my soul at some point because oh yeah. God, God, there are so many bad ones. Even the ones that I have, like, fondest memories. Like, recently I played, or I did a, a playthrough of Rugrats Search for Reptar, which was <laughs> one of my favorite PS1 games growing up. That game does not hold up well. It's, <laughs> PS1 I, doesn't I was, hold up I was, well. I was feeling nauseous by the end. The camera mm-hmm. in that game is so bad. It is constantly moving when you move and it was just i was starting to have a headache just playing the damn thing so you know <laughs> some, sometimes game. going back to to old games that you loved sometimes can go backfire on you oh yeah um, that's happened on this show multiple times with people that like we, we played sound hill too we we shitted on sound hill too hey hey remember legacy of goku too how much i loved that game when i was a kid and then i shit, shit on that yeah God, good i enjoyed it also still. a license game also a license game um, I really want to do Boost Fury, though. Like, so bad. I just haven't put it on here yet. One day, Mike. One day. Future Strike. I take a look at new games and, and demos of upcoming games. And Hack Attack, which is either, you know, fan games of of, of, of existing IP, like Sonic GT or Sonic Roboblast. Hacked versions of games like Rayman Redemption, etc., etc., etc. And also, most importantly, which I may or may not end up doing a secondary channel just to not have it all mixed up in the same thing on YouTube. Uh, Mystery Movie Friends, which I sit down to talk about old movies, my uh, friends. And as of the time of this recording, tonight we are doing Terminator 2, a movie which I have never watched before. So that's why I say highly recommend checking out at least Mystery Movie Friends out of all the things that I said. Okay. And if you enjoyed this show, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can support us on our Patreon. We have a monthly poll every month of different things that you get to choose something that we're going to cover out of from the list of four. And you can please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Half Fury. And give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did all the MCU with me when we covered the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. He started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. 
and we do comics, movies, games. We do a lot of episodes. There's tons of crap. There's over 300 episodes of Games My Mom Found. You'll find something you like, I'm sure. All right, and I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.